0: Be some
1: brilliant fucking Mark Twain shit because it's definitely getting chiseled on your tombstone. Three,
2: two, one. Ah, oh, damn it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so hard? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, fucking uh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> okay. All right, ready?
3: Alright, go ahead. Alright. Three, two, one.
2: Everybody. Welcome back to Who Will Survive. This is now episode 7 and uh, this episode we wanted to try something a little bit different from what we've been doing which normally uh, for the last few shows we've been kind of just focusing on two movies that have some sort of a connection uh, whether it's a strong connection or a thin connection that I just made up for fun and uh then you know kind of digging more deep in those but uh this time we're gonna try to do more movies but kind of do a little bit of a quick hit review but before we get into Mm -hmm. that let me introduce my co-host who is with me every time uh marco how's it going
3: hello how's it going man i'm good i'm good um my head is spinning from this past week from all this I know it's not horror news, but it's Star Wars news, and that's my other thing. So it's like... And then, of course, watching a bunch of movies to catch up for today's episode and everything. Um, Yes. It's been... Yeah, it's been great to kind of like actually sit down and talk to you about these now. Because, Mm -hmm. again, I have... I don't talk to anybody else about them. So I'm like, oh, I've been, I've been building up movies and movies to talk to Paul about,
2: but right. The, right.
3: No, this is cool because um, this kind of theme for today, for this week's show is cool too, because I could check a bunch of movies off my list forcibly. You yeah, know? yeah. So I can go like, yeah, cool. I, I've got these down where I've always been procrastinating because I hear other people talk about them and I'm mm-hmm. like, cool. I feel like I've already seen the movies Sure, sure. And that, yeah, you know what I mean? And so I put it on the back burner, but now this got me um, excited to kind of close a few chapters of last year.
2: Yeah. Right. So I'm yeah. excited to talk about them. Uh, and I think you kind of hinted at it there, uh, what the the theme that we're doing is, uh, yeah. N- neither one of us really have, had planned on being heavily involved in podcasting at the beginning of 2017. Uh, right. It's not in horror podcasting. And uh, w- so we didn't really see a ton of the 2017 horror movies, but uh, you know, I've listened to a lot of people's shows discussing uh, the top movies of the year and, and read some lists and articles and whatever, and kind of cross-reference that with the number of movies that I've seen, which I was actually surprised when Mm -hmm. I went through my list, how many I, I I saw more than I thought that I did actually, but I'll I'll get get
3: opposite. I saw less than
2: I thought I did, (laughs) but I'll get into that in a minute. But, um, yeah, so yeah. what we did is we picked out uh, four movies uh, for uh, 2017 that I had found frequently were making people's top 10 lists of the year, but right. these were movies that neither of us had seen, so uh, it's kind of uh, the the theme of the episode, and uh, the, the title is uh, basically about Better Late Than Never. Right, so. <laughs> good. So we're a little bit late on our top picks for 2017, but... Uh, I mean, to be honest, at the beginning of 2017, I didn't think that I would be having to give my favorite horror movies of 2017. So so right. uh, this year, I'm going to commit much more to trying to watch more of them. And uh, like I said, I was surprised at my list, which now, including the four movies that we did watch, um, up to a whopping 27 this year, which wow. <laughs> sounds not too bad, but I know a lot of guys that are really... Uh, heavily into this watch you know well into the 100 or whatever close to 100 oh man but i'm not there yet I,
3: so. I, no it's it goes in spurts with me you know i'll sit there and i'll watch like if, if i got nothing really going on in the week and i'll and i'll try to binge as much as i can and it's not sure forcibly it's just that i don't want to sure. do anything else around the house so i end up being um yeah. lazy and then i'll i'll yeah I'll, I'll hop on netflix or whatever or on the computer and start to watch movies that right. you know just want to have fun with but um i have a, a hard time too on netflix because uh-huh. i'll go in like you'll say hey this movie's on netflix like two of these movies that we reviewed t- this week is on netflix but i'll sit there and search mm-hmm. it or i'll go through the list and i'll find like oh there's caddyshack maybe i'll just watch a little bit of caddyshack <laughs> sure, <laughs> so sure. my uh, my ocd kicks in and i end right. up uh delaying it even further so you know
2: but i'm getting better at well, it so it,
3: 2018 I'll, I'll i'll be definitely better
2: and all the horror movies that we've watched for the show uh excluding one of them was right. uh, were not 2017 movies so again just kind of a spike in our consumption of horror movies that didn't necessarily steer us into having to watch 2017 movies like right you know that wasn't really a part of the plan originally it was just when we started this it was like well let's just do some shit that we think is interesting and stuff that makes a cool show concept you know so yeah uh no it's cool i uh yeah so i i got through 27 next year well this year i guess now we're in 2018 Damn. and yeah. i've watched uh exactly zero so far but i plan on getting on that this weekend <laughs> um, this year oh, i'm man. hoping i'm hoping to get to 50 this year so we'll see
3: for for 2018 release movies right that we were talking yeah, about yeah 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 and there's
2: there's yeah, a yeah. few good ones i think we had talked about a couple last show and there's a couple more coming up that seem kind of mm-hmm. interesting uh a few things that have come out since then i know there was the one trailer that was going around facebook and imdb and stuff i i don't remember what the hell it was called now but uh something that was uh, uh, pretty pretty cool looking so Whatever. Yeah, I, there's a yeah, I don't know exactly. What I'm there's a, there's <laughs> a few. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared for trailers this week. Are you uh, talking about
3: Hereditary? Oh yes, that's like it. Every, yeah. Everybody's talking about that movie, and I was listening to Bo um, on his Morbid Mondays talking about it too. How it's it's becoming a like a because they use keywords and they you know like um, they mm-hmm. splash words across the screen scarier than Exorcist, scarier than that, and it and um, I'm with him when it comes to like that turns me off when they yeah. do that because no, then I it's going to become a yeah it's then it's like this public phenomenon everybody's going to go um watch it then you're going to see well that wasn't this because that's what you're expecting and it's oh that wasn't as scary as that right you, you know um
2: or they're like the best you know, killer uh, since jason Voorhees or whatever but i hate like, that just shit just yeah
3: exactly <laughs> exactly just why does it have to be the there? best
2: sense whatever just fucking make it the yeah. best of now like
3: i hear you i i totally agree on that but so yeah so i know that trailer's been going around and but yeah and, it looks cool yeah, it does look cool because, I, I mean, I, I would see that no matter what. Like, public opinion doesn't sway me from sure. seeing or not seeing a movie. Um, so I'm i am excited for that one. Right. And yeah, there's a few other ones that are very commercial looking that, um, you know, I'll, I'll definitely go see, check out in the movie theater, and then a lot of them I'll wait till they're, yes. you know, video on demand.
2: Yeah, this, this weekend I uh, plan, while I'm editing the show, I plan to check out uh, Mom and Dad is the, yes, the I've been, wa- been going That's around. on my list. Uh, yes. That looks like a ton of fun. I got that one queued up and ready to go. Yeah. Uh that cool. seems right up my alley. It's like a comedy about parents yeah, murdering no. their children. And I'm <laughs> like, what is this disease that makes you kill your children? Yeah, what is uh, this? How in can where, I contract? What country it? can I go to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was I vaccinated for that one yet? No? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm just That's kidding.
3: funny. Can you ca- you just go to that can you cough on me, please? I'm I'm trying to <laughs> Oh
2: man. Just in case anything happens, I'll have to say I'm kidding.
3: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, we got it on recording. We got it recorded, so I don't know. Uh,
2: All right, so if if we exclude the, I guess I should say the four movies that we're going to cover, uh, it's in the show description, but just so we're addressing the elephant in the room here. uh, We are going to cover Raw. We are going to cover uh, Super Dark Times. And mm-hmm. the, kill, the killing of a sacred deer, and Tragedy yep. Girls, yes, are the four that we chose. So, excluding those four movies, um, I just wanted to kind of talk about what your favorite movies, my favorite movies, we we mm-hmm. did see of this year, and I guess what we sort of thought about that. So, um, yeah. I don't I don't know if you had a top three or if you I do hadn't seen enough that you could make a top three or no two. i
3: absolutely <laughs> yeah no i i actually have <laughs> i have a I have more than three um that okay. i that i've seen and, and again putting a top 10 or top 5 at this point for 2017 it's hard because there was a lot of good movies last year um sure sure and and it's funny because like you know of course uh i have to go with a lot of some you know people are going to disagree because of commercial success but then it's also again it doesn't sway my opinion one way or the other i see right. it and I, and I like good movies so Um, Do you want me to go first and like just kind of name a movie or want me to give you three movies?
2: Um, You can. I I mean, if you have them like listed in order of like your, you know, three, two, one or whatever, you could you could just do all three of them.
3: Um, will. Okay. So as uh, let me do this. So as my number five movie that I saw um, in 2017 was Creep 2 and we covered that. Sure. And that was it still sits to, with me to this day where I'm just like so fascinated about the creep movies. Right. You know, what I mean, I, I, and uh, it was hard for me not to put it on a top list. Like I can always say, yeah, it was cool for last year. But no, I just keep going back to creep, Two right. because that one hit me harder than the first one. Right. So that's definitely on there. Uh, Gerald's Game is on there. Uh, okay. I absolutely love that game. I love the book. I, you know, again, I grew up on Stephen King right. and I thought this adaption was really good and it was just a great, you know, cool right, sit right. through movie. I, I loved it. And the other one, um, is split. Okay. And split because it's just that split personality thing always fascinates me. It goes way back to that movie, Raising Kane mm-hmm. with John Lithgow. I love that movie. Um, and so I'm very fascinated on those and I think there needs to be more of those, those type of movies. I forgot the name of that movie that John Cusack did, uh, man, um, with the, he was living in some guy's head and his, all these personalities were trying to kill each other. I yeah, forgot, sure. but again, it, I'm it sure reminds me of,
2: at their phone I, right of now. course they are. So. That's, and that's fine. And that's fine. <laughs> I, I'm used
3: to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So split was another one that I love from last year.
2: Okay were those your uh, your three favorites that you saw of last year or
3: yeah yeah okay. uh three of the favorites that I saw last year um there's a lot more you sure, know sure. but um uh, you know I I can't tell you it. i don't know uh it, you know I always want to say it was one of my favorite movies also okay because again commercial success doesn't sway me sure I, i'm a huge stephen king fan it's hard for me not to sure turn my head or whatever um i i don't mind nostalgic movies there was a reason for it to be nostalgic in this yeah. aspect yeah. to be set in the 80s and and everything so um i just loved it sure, i didn't sure. think it was scary it, you know to me nothing really scares me but um I, it's one of those things where yeah if i didn't have it i would have missed it because i i i don't mm-hmm. know
2: it's it was good It was just good. Sure, sure. Yeah, I actually just saw that for the first time last weekend. Did you? Oh, good. I actually, I think I saw everything that you had mentioned, all four of them. Uh, Okay. I just saw that for the first time. I actually liked it more as a comedy movie than as a horror movie.
3: Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. It was absolutely hilarious. And
2: (laughs) I I think that uh, the comedy was, was great in it, but I feel like it took away from... The horror aspect of it that the comedy could be stayed sort of the whole time so it almost played more like this this horror comedy and yeah the the clown stuff was not necessarily scary like there were some creepy moments but they um the the way that they did the attack scenes and stuff with him it made it almost not as scary and more it seemed more fake you know
3: oh absolutely and i think what you have to do is you have to uh, put yourself in the kid's situation because mm-hmm. it plays on their fears and that and the aspect of right. what the content is is more scary than actually seeing the
0: content
2: you know right. what i'm saying yeah i like so, the, the monster uh, the other monsters yeah. were fucking cool too like the yeah like the leper and the fucking weird woman from the painting that the one kid was being attacked the painting by woman shit. yeah
3: yeah well that's the whole that's the whole point of that book would be like you know we're watching this play out Mm -hmm. on screen or reading it in a book, but then you kind of put it in yourself, like, you know, what would be something that it would turn in, you know, for me, you know, to be scary in in real life, of course. So uh, again, on screen, it's, you're not going to sit there and and put the covers over your eyes and watch a movie like this. You're just going to kind of put yourself in the kid's situation and be like, man, that, that situation is scary or that, or a creepy or or whatever. So, and I think that movie worked really good with that. So, yeah. um,
2: uh, that one didn't make my favorites, but I, I ranked it pretty high. Um, I did see Gerald's game as well. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I really I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to because I thought that the slowness was going to kind of eat away mm. at me and I was going to lose sure. interest in it. But I really, <laughs> but I really it bought right into away. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing that it came down a little bit because I, I don't know, at the end it, it kind of like went all in different directions and there was some weirdness and stuff that sort of took away from the rest of the movie at the end, I felt like. Mm. And so it came down just yeah. a little bit, but I still really loved it. It was just, I guess not the way that, I don't know how I would have liked it to end necessarily, but just some of the stuff that happened. And again, I, we don't want to spoil any of the stuff since it just came out last year. And we're not going to get in depth enough right, with right. anything to make it worth spoiling it and have to give you warnings and do extra segments and whatever. Yeah. So, it- yeah, it, but, uh, with um,
3: with a Stephen King movie adaptation of a book, it's hard to because he sure. puts so much into every book. And right,
0: right.
3: I, I enjoyed it because I knew what the book was. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it it, it helped okay. me that I read the book that that the scenes marinated yes. a lot better for me. Seeing it, I, I understood why it could be it could be perceived as jumpy or too right. much forced in you know ties here and there for the movie. I get that, yeah. but um, again, it, it, it does help if you've seen or read the book. Um it doesn't follow it to a T but it's very close.
2: Okay. Uh well I'm definitely not going to read the book cuz words are hard. <laughs> that,
3: yeah, yeah. That one's cuz it's a very psychological, <laughs> it's a very psychological movie. You know what I mean? She's, you know, again, you, if you watch the movie, it's, you know, she's tortured all these voices with her and stuff and it goes really in depth in the book, so.
2: I actually uh, I had a friend that uh, on Facebook, he put up a picture of, he he bought like a new copy of Stephen King's It uh, to read. Like, you know, he's a, a book reader guy, so, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. He's, he's up for that challenge. I think he's probably read it before, but anyways, he he put up a picture of it and just kind of showing, like holding it in his hand from the side view how thick it was. <laughs> it is. And I, I commented, uh, the only way I'd be able to get through that many pages of a book is if it was a book of rolling papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. The only no, way I could get through thousands of pages of something.
3: Yeah, I always was. Um, it's funny because I was always excited that when a new Stephen King book came in, and I always did. I I measured the the thickness of it. Like, oh, okay, this is only two, three hundred pages. I can do this one, you know. And then stuff right, like right. uh Insomnia, which was like you know four inches thick. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was always excited when it was a a thinner book. That's why I liked his short stories yeah. a lot better. So I can and read then, one in a night.
2: Uh, I, I also I saw Split. I went to the theater to see that, and I actually haven't rewatched okay. it, but I just bought the Blu-ray the other day, and I'm gonna revisit that one soon. But yeah, I really loved that it's one. Great movie. I yeah, thought that it was uh, I thought that it was really um, powerful. It was really engaging, uh, super well acted. the The scenery was great. Like you know everything. It was just really well made. Everything looked beautiful. Yeah. Uh, the The characters were really cool. Uh, the the direction that it all went was fine and um, so again not to spoil anything but the way that the end went I thought was mm. like it was fine with me but it didn't resonate enough because I have to admit that I didn't know the source material and had to like learn that later oh, okay so I was like, oh okay, cool yeah. like this that and the other thing happened and that's the thing right. and that's fine <laughs> and like, and then i was like i wonder what the fuck that was actually about cuz people are freaking out over this ending and i looked exactly. it up and i'm like oh okay so yeah, yes, yeah i'm i'm yeah. the guy that didn't get it in the theater everyone's <laughs> clapping and i'm like i think i'm supposed to clap i don't know what that's about
3: <laughs> yeah I'll,
2: I'll look fucking, that up later i'm just going to clap so these <laughs> people funny. won't think i'm weird but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah i just joined in <laughs> despite that i still loved it that's it was funny. Uh, it was a great movie uh, yeah because then, that's just
3: a little bit like 2 seconds at the end you know that yeah Tie it in with you, but yeah, the movie's great,
2: and uh, and creep too. I mean, you know, we spent over an hour talking about it on our second show, so yeah. Uh, I just if you want to know how to we it, felt yeah. about that, then listen to that one, or yes, at least at least listen to just that part of it if you want to know what we think about that. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, that one's a, a fucking awesome movie. I love that. Uh, very powerful again. Very strong characters. Uh, great acting. Yeah. And I think you know it did the right thing of a sequel where it you know it it escalated things to a different level it
3: absolutely yeah it was just yeah it did it put like i said from a for a sequel sure the first one you get like this idea and the second one throws that idea out a little bit or morphs into something bigger and that's what a -hmm. true sequel was and i think we did we did break it down like that where it's like man i got true character progression Mm. And, and in a very cool way and yeah they didn't repeat like things it just I don't know it was it was great like I said I just keep going back to it where as an independent film uh, I absolutely loved it and like I said I, I recommend it to everybody now I swear everybody yeah. they're on Netflix I'm all dude watch Creep and Creep 2 you got to yes I don't know if Creep is still on uh, Netflix but I know Creep 2 is
2: uh, yeah yeah I think they both are uh, well, last okay. I checked they were both on there still But highly
3: recommend it It's so they're so good
2: uh No, that's good. Uh, So what I can do is uh, my three, I had kind of five that I was going to make three out of, depending on what you said. So two two of my five were on your list, which were Creep 2 and Split. So I will say my three, uh, this one's not going to be a very popular one because a lot of people trash this movie, but I don't know, I'm kind Uh of a dummy. I'm kind of dumb and I'm a sucker for the series. And I like stupid right. shit, so... Oh, I know um, what you're going to say. My okay. number three was Jigsaw. Okay. Uh, which yeah. a lot of people were not happy with that one. And I don't know. I, I w- still I, have I went not to go see it. you with my kid, and I think I got caught up a little bit in, like, the doing a father-son thing, because, like... Right. We've discussed before how bad of a parent I am, and I let my kid watch <laughs> the whole Saw series at age 11. and uh, I think I did, too. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> So he was all psyched to go see it too. And I'm like, all right, let's go see it. And we had a great time and we were like, whoa, that was so fucking cool. And like, to me, like a lot of things people complain about with these later saw movies is they really beat you over the head with the narrative and everything is very ham fisted and force fed to you. And they're like, let me explain to you all of the steps along the way (laughs) of how this whole thing happened. And there's no mystery at all. Right. Right. And like, for me, I'm kind of a dummy, so I don't mind having it force fed to me <laughs> uh i don't mind those in. those big exposition dumps over the saw music and stuff that they do at the end of every movie like that's i right. get why people don't like that but to me it works and i just you know i like the fucking cool traps and i like the way that they kept the mythology alive in the movie and yeah it's just a lot of fun d- so it
3: definitely yeah it definitely you're right it, uh, it definitely turned into a fun series to watch like to me yeah. the first one was like Really captivating and great, like kind of. Oh, this is kind of cool. And then, right. yeah, yes, the Saul series is a um, more of the same, but it gives you a little char- like a little bit of a progression of the story, backtracks a lot, explains right. the same plot over and over and over. But if you're a fan of right. the character and that franchise, then yeah, you're going to love it. Like me, I, I can't wait for an, another Friday the 13th movie to come out, not a remake, right. but an actual you know, sequel to see how well, it, Jason will come back to life and all that stuff. But
2: and what they always did with, with saw, you know, all throughout the movies that I felt is that they, they always, even if they, you know, spoon feed it to you and they over explain it, mm-hmm. they really tried to put in a fairly complicated story to keep oh, yeah. everything going where it wasn't just like, and someone came back to life because movies, you know, it was right. like there was a whole complicated <laughs> you know, right. thing and they're like, Well, why is this person doing oh well because they were connected to that person and yada 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 right. and there's this backstory and like three years ago all this shit happened and so it's, it's like, like, dude, if
3: I gotta explain it, you're
2: not gonna you're this gonna massive gonna long con uh, type of setup, but they make sure that you understand what's happening so you're not like what that's stupid. Uh, mm-hmm. but it doesn't work yeah. for everyone, whatever. Yeah. I mean I fucking loved it. So. No,
3: it doesn't. It's it's again, it's a fun franchise to watch just like uh Final Destinations and all that stuff. It's one of those, right. you know, fun and ones. And there were
2: some some really good like um kill setups in that one. Which yeah, you know, I don't like to call it torture porn, it's more like creative <laughs> kill workshop. It is a yeah, is this one this time they use lasers, right? They
3: got into like <laughs> laser technology. Yeah because uh, i haven't seen it i want and i'm going to but i i only seen the trailer sure, sure. they had these uh yeah you know, i went to go blazes, see it just because,
2: because uh he was he was hyped about it because you know he, like i said he watched a couple of them then we saw the one was coming and then he was like can i watch the rest of them yeah i'm like all right let's do this so we watched right. all fucking seven of them and uh very cool then i went to go see that uh my number two of last year is the Cult of Chucky. Yep, yep. which I, I, um,
3: could, I could have called that one for you too.
2: And and <laughs> that one, I like where they are going with this new uh, kind of a rebirth of the Chucky series. So we had the Curse of Chucky, mm-hmm. and now the Cult of Chucky is is the sequel to that re- rebirth or reimagination that they're doing with this franchise. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't know if you saw the Curse of Chucky one. No.
3: Oh, I okay. saw the Curse of Chucky. Okay. I'd never seen the Cult of Chucky, yeah.
2: So obviously, yeah. you know, they kept the mythology alive of you yeah. know, Charles Lee Ray and all that stuff, but it's with a whole different scenario now. And then they kind of reintroduce some of the old characters from before. Right. So this kind of expands upon that where there's characters from Curse and there's characters from the old stuff and it sort of ties a lot of that together. But it really takes like some weird direction and does mm-hmm. something completely different with at least, you know, kind of the setting and the scenario and then even what uh, is actually going on with, with Chucky and sort of his motivations now is right. has gone different. So uh, okay. I just think it's really creative the way that they're going with it. And they've taken kind of a lot of uh, sort of daring choices with the franchise Right. That, uh, it it ended up really. I don't think a lot of people hated it. I think that it was fairly well received. So,
3: I've yeah. I've heard good stuff about it. Did um. Did they take the goofy comedy stuff out of it? Um. Like um. The over the top stuff. You know, like. Uh, yes. Well. Know? Yeah. It's okay.
2: not. It's 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 on par with the way Curse was. Like there's, you know, a few quibs or uh, like some one liners or something. But it's not. Right. It's not like stupid where. Which I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I like the stupid ones. I'm not the biggest fan of Seed. <laughs> I, I have kind of I a hate guilty Chucky. <laughs> yeah, I have a guilty pleasure thing for Bride of Chucky, uh, even though it is <sighs> yeah. over the top with the comedy. But it's also because it takes place in Niagara Falls, so I'm partial to location. Well, so. <laughs>
3: yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it was with the Bride of Chucky is when they started doing the whole boom stick in the frame like goofing on the fourth wall you know making breaking that fourth fourth wall barrier yeah, yeah. and i don't know if you saw sure. that like and uh, you know head to thunder kiss 65 in the car which is that was a cool scene i love that but um right that's when i was like man they've really taken the accidental comedy of like how freddy krueger and jade all those people started to it was almost accidental where well, they're yeah, forcing like the one-liners it now, like, yeah.
2: are gone and now it's oh, like yeah circumstantial comedy yeah, like and physical comedy. Cool. Uh, but no, that one's pretty fucking cool. I, I'm i yeah, kind cool. of a mark for Chucky, too. A, other than, I think, Seed is probably the only one I would say I don't <laughs> like. But the rest yeah. of them, I at least, you know, I like all of them in the series. Sure, sure, sure. And <laughs> before watching these, my number one was The Girl with All the Gifts. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't s- seen I it. I saw it uh, super early in the year, so I need to revisit it. But I just remember okay. being... Super blown away by it. Um, it's uh, another one where it's uh, a post-zombie world that we're living in, mm-hmm. and what I think they've really done to kind of revive the zombie genre is that they have tried sort of those creative angles with it, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But this is one where they they took a, a turn on it and they did different stuff, and they put it in a yeah. slightly different setting and different motivations for what they were doing and, um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really well-made movie. Uh, very, another, again, very strong on the acting, very mm-hmm. strong on the, the physical aesthetics of the whole movie and stuff. So.
3: Yeah, no, I, um, I, I heard about this movie and again, I, it's one of those things that I knew about it and I heard a lot of other people talk about it. And it's one of the things like, i I felt like I've seen it because of other people talking about it that I'd never sat and watched it but i'm very aware aware of this movie and um yeah it's it looks like one of those um just i always uh, i hate to use the term but like oscar worthy and that to me that means something sure Uh, sure. oscar worthy makes like the acting the look the aesthetics everything the story everything about it just connects and it feels good just like uh, there's a couple on our list here that i that i think that are in that category you know sure so I, and I love the fact that they try to do something a little bit new or different in the zombie world because it, that has been beat to hell. Yeah. You know, even well, for the past a f- 30 a few, years. So.
2: There's a few recently that have come out that have done some creative things over the last th- you know, couple of years. Yeah, and, it ha- and they have uh, to, you know. They, they mix it up where, uh, you know, I think we discussed this on a different one where... In this one, they're more of a, f- a fast-moving, rabid zombie. Right. Um, and right. some of them, they have the slow-moving zombies. Like, um, There's a movie from last year I haven't seen yet with a slow-moving zombie chasing a woman in a one-on-one thing called It Stains the Sand Red. Right, yeah. I, I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but that was on my list to, to watch, and I didn't get to it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So they, they mix up those things. As long as it's continuity, between whether they're slow or fast, I don't care. I just don't have right. them doing both in the same movie. Because right. I'm going to be like, what the fuck is this? Are they fast? Are they <laughs> this they slow? This one's been around so longer. There's yeah. a varying degree. Fresh of this zombies shit. run. Right? So there's yeah. levels yeah. to this.
0: <laughs>
3: no, and I, uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, so, yeah, I do appreciate a new um, kind of, I don't know, canon when it comes to like zombie mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this one can go this route. You know, where it's The the Cured, mm-hmm. As another zombie movie that we've talked about or yeah. a movie that we want to see so yeah that kind of aspects when you get a, when a synopsis is something I go well that's kind of cool that's a little twist so I yeah. definitely we'll
2: check that out yeah all right good uh, i think that about covers that I, I mean overall pretty much everything that i watched i had the majority of them at a seven or higher oh yeah you know, with the exception yeah. of there's a couple sixes, there's a five, there's a three. I feel like I should warn everyone not to watch a movie called Pitchfork. That was my <laughs> That was my three out of ten. That's like one of the lowest I've ever rated a movie. Oh, I got to see it
0: now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to write it down. I
2: don't even specifically remember everything that I hated about it, but I just remember hating it. And I watched the whole thing. I didn't shut it off.
3: Yeah. Um, my lowest rated movie so far was, but it wasn't a 2017 movie. It's just one I watched last, or last year was our Christmas episode, you know, with the,
2: Oh, right. The, uh, yeah, the yeah. zombie one or, uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, the, again, not ever Christmas, cadaver Christmas. Cadaver Christmas. Yeah, that was that the was zombie, funny. uh, inconsistency <laughs> one.
3: Very. Yeah. So, and it's funny cause like last year, a lot of, I think because, um, we just started this podcast last year. So I wasn't, I was really just looking, just watching the movies that were, in front of me and not going outside of sure uh, uh, outside the box or uh, outside looking for movies and now i am sure so i'm, I'm looking sure, forward sure. to 2008 this year you know doing some more of that stuff so we're like you know like when you know, listen to more podcasts and everything and, and writing down movies and trying to uh-huh. you know go outside the box a little bit
2: yes yeah me too i'm definitely going to give more things a chance yeah um if as long as people stop ruining it for me when <laughs> <laughs> when they, uh, not that they're, they're actually saving me more than anything, but it's cutting down yeah. on my numbers. When I hear people, um, catch the newest movie when it comes on, they're like, dude, this movie fucking sucks. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't want to bother to watch it. So,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate them saving anyway. my time. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> uh,. No, I think we're good on um the the past of twenty seventeen, so why don't we mm-hmm. uh we're gonna take a quick break and we'll uh play some music and then we're gonna have a brief discussion about the movie Raw. And for the other movies I am gonna uh we're gonna play the trailers in between them, but because Raw is not in English and the trailer has no vocal at all to it it's just music only i am not gonna play that for you guys because Mm. you wouldn't you would just be listening to music anyways right so i'll just play other music instead
0: (laughs)
4: oh baby i like From the home of the Dodgers Brooklyn Squad, who tank up, he's on the swarm. Ray, on the college ass, just don't come. But you need to even touch my skill. You got oh. to go the one killer, B and he yeah. ain't gonna kill now. Drop that down, pass it all around. Lyrics get hard, quit, see match on the ground. Horn EMC and any 52 states, I get psycho. So I could take it away Or for the natural charge Bon voyage Yeah, from the home of the Dodgers Brooklyn squad Routine killer bees on the swamp Rain on the ass, get so dumb. But well, you didn't even touch my skill You gotta vote the one killer any 88 of a kill now Drop that down Pass all around Lyrics get hard Quick cement to the ground For any MC and any 52 states I get psycho killer Norman base My producer slam, Though it's like stage i been dead.
2: Hello, and welcome back. Uh, Up first of our 2017 movies that we would like to discuss is going to be a movie called Raw. Uh, This movie is, I believe it was from Belgium, but they Uh, speak French in the movie. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Country of origin, France, Belgium, Italy. So the synopsis of this movie is... When a young vegetarian undergoes a carnivorous hazing ritual at a vet school, an unbidden taste for the meat begins to grow in her. Hmm. And that's it. Yes. So, uh, why don't you start us off here with this one?
3: Yeah. So, again, um, w- when I watched this movie, I, I think I immediately texted you, like, oh my God, this is going to be one of my all time favorite movies. Um, <laughs> right. horror movies, you know, it's going to be on my living, breathing top 10 movies and I don't want to get into too much of the subject matter because I know that we both love this movie and we want to I guess bring it to a whole episode yeah, or yeah. or a, a bigger episode and really get in depth right. with it because um, I, I really want to talk t- about this movie with everybody who's seen it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think I want to preface like, hey, go see Raw and then when we do our full episode and let's just get into it because this movie hit me hard and it was very, very unexpected. Like I was like, okay, I read the synopsis uh-huh. and you can, on the synopsis you can get a gist of like cannibalism, kind of the taste of meat kind of stuff or whatever. Sure. Um, yeah. It's, what it's I kind I of hinted
2: in the trailer and stuff too. Yeah. And, and really what I secret.
3: didn't, yeah, what I didn't realize and I kind of glossed over was the hazing part of it. In the synopsis it says, you know, um, veterinarian school with the, with the hazing element to it. Um, and that gets really in depth in the movie, too, which kind of like I was just kind of sitting back on. What am I watching? And then the movie yeah. just takes this turn and it all of a sudden it just gets into this tone, which I fell in love with the tone of the movie and the content of it, of course. Sure. I'm all about that. Um, <laughs> not all about cannibalism, but I'm just saying like I'm all about the the graphic contents of of certain subject matters. And this movie does a very good job at the, it's not necessarily, like they said, the bloody, blood and guts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's the, like the psychological issues and it gets into character development like like you wouldn't believe.
2: Right, right. Um, yeah. It is all in French. Yeah, yeah you're right.
3: Yeah. It is all in French, so. though. It, it just, it was great. Like I said, I immediately texted you after I saw it and I was like, I, right. I, I, I can't believe that um, a movie that was, like it's an independent film like this. And I and, and it was on some people's top 10s, and that's why we kind of brought it to the forefront of we need to kind of, like, watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's, it's, it's like, one of those things, like, I, I'm proud to say I want to put it on one of my top 10s. I don't know where in the top 10 is going to be yet, but it's definitely, definitely going to be there for me. Sure, sure. Personally. I don't know if you felt that strong.
2: Um, not not uh, to, like, all-time top 10, but... Okay, okay. So I... I had heard of this movie and then I had actually heard some coverage of it and I didn't know any of the spoilers. I just knew, you know, a few of the things that happened throughout the movies. And I, like I had heard about how some of the, the hazing stuff mm-hmm. seemed a little bit um, too excessive at some points. And I don't know, it's, it's weird because the hazing doesn't seem, it's, it's more excessive in the fact that it's so large of a scale as opposed yeah. to what they're actually doing to the kids being so bad, uh, yeah. I mean, they're not like they're not like fucking beating them and sticking stuff up their no. ass and fucking branding them and like they're not doing fucking twisted dark shit so much as like it's just really annoying and uncomfortable. An- and yeah. They're making yeah, them like and, and have and to party and shit with them, and
3: that's what I'm saying. It was, but it's funny because it's so over the top that sure. a veterinarian school is doing this that I totally believe this happens. Well, and, and that's
2: the the thing that. The, the thing that was weird about it is that it was such a large scale where it's like yeah. the whole school. It's not like a fraternity or a small group no, the, or something. It's, yeah, the the entire school is about in it. on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, what in the fuck? Is this really? And I guess you know we don't know how it is over there. Or did they just make it that way because it works for the movie or whatever? But, yeah, it's definitely uh, like overwhelming where you're like, wow, this is such a large-scale operation of what they're doing here. Um, yeah. I think you hit on what the movie does really well is that it develops the character and it's uh, it's so so bold. Uh, the, the yeah. stuff that the main actress does for this role is really bold like she really like literally and mentally exposes herself mm-hmm. um, in so many ways and and puts herself out there and I mean there's there's so many scenes that's like we had talked about in the last episode where, that there's there's nudity and there's um, you know barely covered up things, but it's right. It's usually not sexy or or hot because it's under these extreme circumstances where you're like yeah. Oh shit, she's naked, but like that's not hot because of what's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> so. and, and, and
0: and
3: yeah, and when a movie can be like I said, when you walk away and you in all I'm doing is thinking about the character mm-hmm. or, or yes. the, you know the yeah, actress or the, or the not the actress but the the character in the movie and I and again I took I was walking away just thinking about her um and not, again not in a sexual way but in a very um, strong way yeah, because yeah. it's like it was so it captivating and it was so good in in the far as like god damn I just saw right. you know, I'm, right, I'm right. in her mind now and and I follow along the whole time where you get lost into the movie and that's why Movies like that, like, I can have fun with certain movies, like, you know, you know, kill them all, bang them up, this and sure, that. Sure, sure. And I can call that, you know, monster movies and horror and stuff. But when a character, you can go through a character progression, and it's got this horror element sure. through the whole thing, and it's sold to you so good mm-hmm. that you walk away just th- talking about it and thinking about it. And I and I thought, I thought did for, like, days. I, started, right. I just thought about this character for days,
2: you know? Yeah. And I, I think the, the one thing really to emphasize about the movie because you know we're not going to give people very much to go on besides the fact sure. that we love it is we, yeah. we do have some people that listen that aren't uh, that are a little more casual horror fans or whatever too sure and uh, you know want to sort of stress that this movie goes into some pretty extreme places and there's some pretty uh, you know it really doesn't hold back on a lot of the the kind of gross out moments of it and right. it's not it's not like a a, a kill 'em all and and slice and dice and people you know guts being spilled and shit like that. No, it's but not there's, disturbing. There's either. very like very graphic, gross-out things and very graphic yeah. uh, scenes and not even just um, not even just cannibal stuff. There's other shit that's fucking gross in it too. So yeah, there uh, is yeah, there one, is and like one one scene uh, in particular uh, that uh, lasted with me for a while was the. <laughs> throwing up hair scene
0: yeah <laughs> i thought
2: that was exactly so, exactly so it's uh, just so people know there's a scene of throwing <laughs> up uh, long pieces of hair so it's it's yeah, that kind it, of the, movie okay.
3: <laughs> yeah and and um you got to be careful when you call it a horror movie right you have to be careful when you say oh uh raw watch this it's it's horrors it's about cannibalism and then people have this you know preconceived notion in their head like this this you know people eating people and all that stuff but right. no it's um it does it in a very artistic way. Like right. you said, with a progression oh, and yeah, the, yeah. the hair scene. Yeah, and the hair scene, there is a meaning behind it and right. what this girl is going through. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, throwing in the real life element like this can actually happen to me is that real life horror. This right. Is, right. You know, this can be believable, you know? Um Sure. <laughs> well and I, I think that's what yeah.
2: um uh, we had kind of talked about beforehand. Uh, you know, we're not going to spoil the the ending or anything or what anything right. is in the movie, but there is a way that the movie goes in the second act and then in the third act where it, it sort of builds upon itself to get better and better. And it does. I guess as as believable as something like this can be, it makes it more believable when you kind of follow through with everything, so... Yeah, it's definitely a super strong movie. Uh, very highly recommend for people that don't have a weak stomach. Uh, the the right. The character story and the 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 movie itself is worth the payoff of the the gross out stuff. Which I like the gross out stuff too. So it didn't really. I mean, you know, it bothered me. I wasn't like I wasn't like yes. <laughs> but right oh i'm so uh, what's hungry in- now but <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: well like i said it's not disturbing in a in a way it's more like it neat it's it's more it's more powerful than it is disturbing sure um s- some of the gross out scenes that were you know whatever you want to talk about or the extreme scenes in there they're they're very powerful and it does sell it it does sell yeah. it moving forward and yeah the payoff at the end is it's great. Like, right? I, I didn't. I didn't really want it to end. Um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was getting closer to the end time, I was just like getting so intrigued, and I wanted more. Mm-hmm. I wanted more. Just watch it, uh, development right. more and stuff. But, but at the end, I was very satisfied too. You know, yeah. I was like, man, that was just fucking great. So,
2: right? Uh, no, I think we should maybe just kind of give uh, final thoughts and ratings, and sure. uh, like we said, we'll we'll definitely revisit this one unfortunately it was sort of unexpected that uh, (laughs) we we didn't know that it was going to be something that worked so well for us and i think in addition to the fact that it works well for us like i said it's it's not necessarily going to be like in my top 10 of all-time movies but Mm. it's something that i really like and i feel like there's a lot to this movie where it's something that's cool to kind of pick apart a little more and walk through the the points of what this person's story is kind of like we had talked about with uh with creep 2 or something like that where Mm -hmm. it's more fun Mm -hmm. to to spend the time to look through the the little bits of sunshine here and there that you see and around the dark times of this character right and sort of see what the direction everything goes with that the choices they make and how everything affects and and plays together so yeah Um, definitely i think um I mean my final thoughts are I, I really love the movie I think in addition to everything that we're saying about the story and the characters and all that stuff um, it's also a fucking brilliantly shot and directed yeah I mean everything yeah. is just it's so like the color palette is weird where it's a lot of yeah. gray and dull and flat and then all of a sudden it's very bright and so it's, it has kind of a jarring thing um, it has great mm-hmm. music great story great gore great practical effects uh just a super super strong movie Um, and i gave this one a nine out of ten nice
3: very nice yeah very nice i am in the of course i'm in the same boat and i've already you know gushed over this movie for (laughs) since i've watched it to now um i i agree with you on every aspect when it comes to the color palette and the cinematography is uh, is fantastic it's very rare that you have great story and great visuals that, that come together and it makes it very perfect in my eyes. Um, I'm not afraid of giving movies tens and I have very okay. different meanings of, of tens. And again, I'm so excited about this movie that now it to me, I'm rating it as a, as a 10 movie for me. Cause that's one of my, when I look at it as a whole and I go, man, sure. I, I have to put this in a 10 category yeah, and yeah. give this to people to watch and recommend, of course. Um, Will right. it go down a little bit as time progresses and I might see better movies and I have to compare it to other movies that I deem, you know, top 10 or whatever? Yeah, it might. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it's going to be, to me, it just it just got me. I don't know if it was just because of, mm-hmm. you know, the again, you know, time in your life that you watch movies and stuff, you're, you're in a better place, and a worse place, whatever, and movies bring all together for you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't heard a lot of people not like this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm curious to see. I'm, it's hard for me to be constructive criticism to or critical to the movie at this point maybe down the line when we revisit it i'll i'll have to watch it again of course and, and yeah you will know, yeah. come up with because uh he'll be like oh marco just loves everything it's like yeah it's true i i do i like a lot of stuff but uh
0: it, yeah this one well, did for i mean me, man. even the i'm not there's uh, yeah even there's the a lot of movies that are,
2: are... Uh, there's a lot of movies that are worth talking about that you don't have to yeah. find a lot of criticism about it but mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, but no i think uh I mean, honestly, for me, uh, I guess coming in just under where you are on a lot of this stuff, not that I, I don't know that I will or won't change my mind, but sure. Um, as far as uh, um, either something being a top 10 or getting a 10 out of 10 rating, uh, the, the, really the only criteria I have for that is I have to have seen it more than once. So, Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I'm, I'm a little more stringent with my 10s, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. As no, I, I don't like have many. Scale, yeah,
0: so.
3: yeah, I don't have many tens, um, especially in the horror genre. Okay, a lot of uh, different kind of movies, but in the horror genre, I don't have a lot of tens because horror is very, very easy to depict and criticize up and down. Yeah. I, um, but again, when acting and the cinematography and story just kind of align for me, and there's a very few movies that do that, and it's like, wow, right. th- I, I don't. This isn't. This isn't cheesy. It's not. Uh-huh. It had its funny moments but the funny moments were real. You know, there are real moment life moments and sure, sure. again, it it's, sometimes a movie just will gravitate to you differently um because of the time frame that you're in in your life too. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So again, uh a 10 for me. It's in my top 10 when but when we revisit it, I will again, I will I will do and watch it a few more times. Oh yeah, sure, sure.
2: Yeah, I could definitely see myself uh revisiting this one and, you know, raising it even a half a point or a whole point or whatever. So. Sure, sure, sure. Um, this is definitely going to fall into the I need to buy a copy <laughs> of it category just in case right. Netflix ever takes it down and then I want to watch it and I'll be like, fuck, I, fuck, h- fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I
3: highly recommend this movie to everybody that loves Sure. It, it, not even just horror, just loves um, a good movie to watch and yeah, I highly recommend it.
2: Cool. All right. Well, uh, I think we did a good job keeping a brief on that one. Mm-hmm. So why don't we take a break here and we will play the trailer for our next movie along with a little bit of music. And then we'll give you a little information about the super dark times.
5: Guys, my parents rented that movie True Lies Don't do it.
3: i watched that scene where she strips over and over and over. Silver Surfer is the loneliest dude in the galaxy. I mean the Punisher is pretty haunted. You have no idea what you're talking about.
6: (laughs) Allison Bannister.
0: Hi.
6: Would you? I don't know. I like her. Yeah, I like her too.
1: He's got a thing for me. I like you, Zach.
5: She's hot, like Charlie's sister. I'm just <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah! Let me see that. Give it back. you and... want it, come and
0: get it. Stop! Stop! <laughs> you What Do you, do? What do you,
1: do? Do you remember Daryl Harper? I got a call from his mom. I guess he never came home last night. Did you see him at school today? Are you okay? There's just a lot going on right now.
4: Josh? We should go back. What? I don't know, but I still think of his mom. Don't go back there. You need to listen to and...
1: No, you need to listen to yourself.
6: You're scared all the time.
1: If anyone asks, we're not friends.
0: Oh, you don't know how I feel! What's happening, friend?
6: Blood on pillow one bruised eye. Drunk too much, you know what I'm like. But you should have seen the other guy. This ain't the right time for you to fall in love with me. Well, baby, I'm just being honest. And I know my life could not make you believe. Running in circles, that's why in my dark.
5: dripping through I got another man's blood on my clothes but it ain't his fault it's a life I chose this ain't the right
2: Hello again, and welcome back. Uh, this time, we are going to talk about the 2017 movie known as Super Dark Times. Uh, the, uh, the, the plot synopsis of this movie is, teenagers, Zach and Josh, have been best friends their whole lives. But when a gruesome accident leads to a cover-up, the secret, wedge, the secret drives a wedge between them and propels mm-hmm. them down a rabbit hole of escalating paranoia and
3: violence, and violence.
0: <laughs> so yes, uh,
2: this is, it was another one that uh, just saw pop up on a lot of lists for people, and it had kind of a unique name and cover and stuff, and then popped up on Netflix after seeing a lot of people put it on their list, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna check this mm-hmm. out," and I'm actually kind of a big fan of more of this uh i've talked about it before various forms of of sort of fringe thriller horror sure um imdb yeah. doesn't even technically have it labeled as horror but uh i saw it on a lot of people's lists so i'm just going by what other people said at this point sure. so <laughs> yeah i know definitely uh but yeah this um uh was definitely something that was was well known as being one of the better movies this year uh, I don't know. Had you heard of this one at all before I brought it to you? or
3: I didn't. And um, did this have a theatrical release or was this like a video on demand? I release? do not think so. Because I don't remember hearing. I remember, it, like you said, like some people put on lists and uh, the title of it is actually kind of cool. Uh, Super Dark Times. It's, it's a kind of an intriguing title. Um, yeah. it's, it's funny because like when I was watching this movie and uh maybe the title didn't i don't know it maybe it just um if you i guess i didn't read into it enough because i saw super dark times is different because i think sure. anything was super in the name you would have a different idea of what the movie is to come and i think it was a little um simple it was a simple story i think mm-hmm. but no i i never heard of this movie before you said anything like i said okay oh, I don't remember in the movie theater at all
2: yeah when i, I just was looking it up and it looks like it it actually didn't even release at all till 2017. It played at a bunch of film festivals in 2017, okay. and then uh, somebody picked it up because it was it was available for VOD. I think a little for a little while, and then Netflix scooped it up right away. So right, right. So at least now for the next few years, it will be on Netflix. Usually, yeah. it's like a three-year term or something that they put shit on there for. So, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, I had heard of this just from following other people talk about it. And uh, it's kind of like we talked about in the intro with not really trying super hard to f- follow what was going on. As right. far as new movies, I was kind of just waiting till other people talked about shit and then <laughs> and then kind of yeah. following along with that. So um, I had heard of other people talking about man. it. But yeah. 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 Uh, and it just sounded interesting to me. Um, but yeah, so... The, the one thing about this movie that I really loved is that uh, but basically these kids felt so super relatable to me because this movie is supposed to be somewhere in the 90s that it takes place. Right. It was kind of the drift that I was getting. And they were like high school kids in the 90s, which was me. So... I, I got was you. Like, oh yeah, my me God, too. This is yeah. so relatable to me. <laughs> so... Right. I mean, I love that. And I feel like they nailed a lot of that stuff as far as uh, what it was like to be a teenager in the 90s and the stuff that we were into and the way that people acted and dressed and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that that was right. pretty well done.
3: And this is, it's primarily set like East Coast, right? Uh, uh, where was the, yeah, the setting is it supposed to be?
2: Um, Ohio. Somewhere in Ohio. Okay.
3: Okay. So you might relate to it more because it was more woodsy. Um, movie and to oh, me, yeah, yeah. like yeah, th- this is what something that we did we don't do out here in the West Coast too much is uh, we don't get on our bikes and explore bridges and stuff because there is none <laughs> you know okay. what I mean so uh, but but I do I do agree with you uh, as far as like setting in the 90s and being that kid where you have the group of friends that you and the way they yeah, talked yeah. in the movie you know real raw and stuff that's a, hey we talked exactly the same right same thing with the, with the mom jokes and the sister jokes and all that stuff yeah. So, that, <laughs> that was funny. Cause I, again, you're like, yeah, okay. They're talking real, you know, they're, they're actually, um, right. it's not made up on that aspect of it. So, mm-hmm.
2: and, uh, it, it went from like the first act of the movie is very, it was almost similar to like the way it, it kind of starts out with, uh, the kids are a little yeah. bit older and it's a different time period, but they're like these shitty kids that are talking a lot of shit and saying, you know, profane stuff, and they're being assholes. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, these kids are like almost seem a little bit more innocent than the kids in it do, even though yeah, the fact that they're a older. Yeah, it's
3: that transition where yeah, it's that transition um, age where video games and toys start being a little bit more um, dull and girl, you know, like more interested it, in girls yeah, yeah. and you know, right, violent stuff. So, uh,
2: but so you know, it starts out with just the whole first act of the movie i'm like i'm just loving it i'm like eating it up and uh i was watching this with my girlfriend and i looked over to her when we get to the uh the accident that's referenced in the in the synopsis and i said oh yeah i almost forgot that i wasn't watching like a (laughs) like a teen drama movie or whatever and this is actually (laughs) like fucking dark and sad shit's gonna happen
3: you know what I was kind of like um I was with you on that because I, I like the first half of the movie I just went let's continue let's just for hey, yeah. let's forget about this um accident that's supposed to happen in the you know in the whole thing. yeah I just love Th- following let's Zach and Josh around <laughs> they were it was because they were funny and they were and everybody has that your duel of friends that you know you had that one sure, kid sure. that always came over and slept over and you knew their you know everything and um and you just related to you know so much and yeah, I, I found myself too, where I, was like, I just want to see that story. I know. Let's just forget <laughs> let's forget about the tragic accident, because again, not spoiling anything. We don't. I I don't know if it was one of these kids that were gonna be, you know, again with a synopsis, and or is it something else? But sure. you didn't want that event to happen,
2: because yeah, it was
3: captivating at the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, you you said we won't spoil the ending, but. Um, right. I think we, oh, we could, should at yeah. least talk about what the, the accident is. I think so. It's, that leads us yeah, into the second it's, act of the movie. Um, it's really so early if, on. If, and if anybody yeah. really didn't see it and they want to be completely green and not know anything at all, um, just skip ahead like 10 minutes in the podcast and you'll be past it. <laughs> yeah. But um, So the, the tragic accident is that in a scuffle, one of the kids ends up getting killed by accident between... These two kids and two other kids that are sort of um, like a a side duo that they're friends with. Right. And uh, one of the kids ends up getting killed. It's not our our two main characters, Zach and Josh. One of the other two kids gets killed. And that really starts to drive this wedge between them. But it's almost more based... It was funny because when I I thought there's a wedge driven between them, I thought it was going to be like a situation where they were going to be fighting like we got to go to the police and they were like no fuck you we're not going to the police and like like there was going to be that kind of a wedge where there was going to be constant conflict between them but it's really more of a a passive wedge where there's just a lot of avoidance and dodging and um you know one one of the kids goes very introverted one kid goes kind of all x-files and starts exploring shit (laughs) and and coming up with crazy theories and
3: yeah, it, it's um. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a different way, um, because it, it studies the effect on the 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 murder. It's not really a murder; it's an accident. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you're gonna tell, ask yourself watching is like, why don't they just report it? Because it was an accident. And there was right. You know, there was witnesses, and but no, they they quickly covered it up, and, and they wanted to like this never happened, and let's just go on. Yeah. And but really, how can you do that?
2: Well, you know, I like, I chalk how- that up to <laughs> just being dumb teenagers. Where it could be, don't We're think afraid rationally. of authority. Yeah,
3: yeah, they're afraid of the trouble they're to get into because again, they they live very innocent lives in yeah. the beginning of this film. And again, it's that it's that um, age where um, you know you start getting into realizing the world. It's like when the world takes you and it dirties you up. Right. That's right. the age they're getting into. So, and with a a, a death or an accidental uh, horrific death, by the way. Sure. Um pretty pretty brutal you yeah. know the, the and everything and uh it, it is a very um it's a very uh, disturbing way a uh, uh, look on how kids or anybody would react to that like you and your best friend you have all these memories and all of a sudden there's that one time where you accidentally killed somebody else yeah and and then hiding it and then green hiding it yeah you're mm-hmm. right it wasn't a like i'm gonna go tell on you and you know whatever it was that
2: You know, one kid took
3: it one way, and the other kid took it a complete different way. So,
2: and of course, at the same time, then there's a love interest that comes into the picture, right? And so that makes it even more complicated because, of course, you know, teenage boys and sex and because and murder and yeah, (laughs) Yeah. they're like fuck. Well, yeah. I'm sad about yeah. murder, but I also want sex. So <laughs> exactly. Which way am I going with this? What are we doing here? Yeah.
3: Yeah, what are we doing here? I mean <laughs> yeah, we got the murder thing out of the way.
2: All right. So uh but yeah, I mean this, this movie hit a lot of a lot of good beats for me. It really like I said, it had me buying in to where I just wanted to keep following these two characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when the shit happened I was like, Oh yeah, that's right just like the name says that there's going to be some dark times here.
3: Dark times. Yep. Yeah.
2: And, uh, I mean, it really delivered on that end. And I, I love following these kids afterwards and kind of watching it. We really follow one kid more than the other. And you just see his descent into madness almost. Right. Where a lot of shit starts happening where he starts thinking that there's like these cover-ups or there's this this bigger story and a lot of it seems like it's just accidents or coincidences or whatever and he's starting to fucking go crazy and come unraveled and uh, so it's it really kind of spirals for them in different ways but you know you really follow the one kid more and you kind of watch him kind of going out of control and the other kid is just avoiding everybody and staying on lockdown and not really doing anything right
3: and the keywords in the synopsis and the descriptions are dead on on this movie. Paranoia, mm-hmm. um, you know, like a, a driving a wedge between, you know, two friends right. that had all this, this stuff. And the, the paranoia aspect really kicks in. Right. Um, because then you start, you know, you start second guessing your best friend. And, you know, and uh, it really plays good on that on that character development in this movie.
2: Yeah. And and then um, as it gets to the third act where a lot more shit is exposed to the you know ramps it up even more that we don't want to give away but right um it's it takes another turn that i didn't see coming on on that like i wasn't expecting it to go that direction i kind of mm-hmm. had in my head like sort of a whole thing of i actually sort of had this theory of how it was going to try to trick us by doing one thing and then doing another and i was like totally right. wrong on that so <laughs> I was almost expecting it to try to trick me, which it did, but the way that I yeah. thought it was going to trick me, it didn't work out. So, but yeah, yeah. I, I like the direction it went to, and I like where the the whole thing ends up. And um, it does have kind of a, a very abrupt ending that doesn't. Um, it's it's definitely an ending that leaves you thinking. You know, it's it's right. not like we talked about before with like Saw movie. There's not going to be the guy's going to come out and have all these tapes and play this whole explanation that tells you everything that fucking happened for the past three years, like in a sci-fi right, movie. Right. But I think it leaves enough breadcrumbs for you to uh, be able to identify what happened along the way, whether you have your own interpretation or not, or there's any sure. deeper meaning to it or whatever. But
3: Well, that's that's one thing that this movie does, um, and you could take it two ways. You can take it as a... Uh, A through Z Simple Not simple But like a A a story of just What these kids are going through Or You can actually like Read between the lines A lot of this In this movie And make your own judgment Like you said And come up with this You know A crazy um, hmm, Plot Or theme of it That's going to go In a different direction Which I do I I tend to do that I tend to look A little bit (laughs) Yeah um, beyond because I always think like, oh, you know, someone is writing a movie. Mm-hmm. Is it really? I mean, in a lot of cases it can be, but is it really that just cut and dry? You know sure. what I mean? Or is it this mean this? Or does this mean mm-hmm. that? So, um, and I like that aspect. And I think this movie does a good job without giving anything away with it. You yeah. can actually go either door, either direction with it. Sure, you sure. Know, you, can, you can have uh, a whole show based on a certain theme of this movie. Yeah. You know? Um, and there's a lot of... Uh, Uh, a twisted things and and you put yourself into the characters too. It's like, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of people growing up have a best friend. And when you're, you say, say for example, like I can only relate to like, you know, video games and toys growing up, but, but having an accident like that and covering it up with your best friend, but then, you know, what can go wrong, right? Um, If you're not on the same page. Sure. And I think that's what was one of those things too, where it's like, yeah, paranoia sets in and, and, uh, Right. You know, these kids are in for a, a big ride because no, you're not the same. And they wanted to go back. To, again, how we wanted the movie to kind of progress into their lives because it was interesting. And they had their like, you know, they had their bullies that they had to a, 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 uh, deal with. And they had their girl problems. We wanted to go with that. And I think the characters wanted the same thing. But at the same time, this over their head, this this uh, mm-hmm. accident or this um, death that took place yeah, yeah. It was you know, le- looming in the background that they, it, you can't go back from it. Right. It, they're it's, it's like life changed and you know, they're just gonna have to deal with it. And I think that movie does a really good job of it.
2: Yeah. And I, I think the kids themselves are, I, I commented at one point, I'm like, God, this kid's a fucking terrible liar. But <laughs> because of the right. fact yeah. that they're so unassuming that yeah. like no one's suspicious of them, even when they're acting weird, it's just right. kind of like, oh, well, they're just teenage boys, but, you know, they're they're sweet kids. They never really did anything wrong. And they, you know, kind of show that goodwill in the beginning. I, right. I think you get a lot of that feeling from them. And then things go in different directions, but everyone's still assuming of them as a certain way, which is kind of a similar thing in one of the later movies we have where right. uh, people are not necessarily suspicious of people because of a image that they've presented about themselves or the, the image that they actually have in this case where these kids really were actually sweet kids and just some, you know, seriously fucked up thing happened and they made some bad choices and
3: well, when you're that age and your brain, yeah. When you're that impressionable Mm -hmm. and something happens again, you, you either go dark with it or you, you know, you move on from it and, uh, and we do see a lot of the darkness come out. Sure. In this movie, I hope that I hope people are getting that aspect of it. If they haven't seen it and they're listening to this going like, you know, yeah. Okay. Well, I want to go see this because um, I do recommend this movie to yeah. see it because it is fun. And yeah, you, you do. Um, I don't gravitate too much on this kind of movies where it's a, um, I don't know, uh, not necessarily horror, right? Like the traditional sense of horror. Sure. Or, it's
2: borderline. Uh, it's like a fringe. It is
3: absolutely fringe and it's more like again it's more like dealing with something that's horrific Mm -hmm. um and then the horror elements come to play Mm -hmm. um the psyche horror uh comes to play in my mind in this movie too so there's a lot of there's a lot of that where well yeah i mean of course you you can you can sympathize with certain uh actions of the kids and all that stuff because you're like well how else are you supposed to deal with what just happened
2: yeah uh yeah i think uh just to kind of wrap it up from my end here and then we can rate the sucker sure um i i loved uh spending time with these kids and then i loved watching the descent of of both of their characters in different directions and i think you know what you said of of hoping to get the point across like it it really goes on this downward tone where it starts out you know very fun there's a lot of levity and and comedy and kind of uh, just enjoyable shit that's going on, and then <laughs> yeah. all of that shit is fucking just dropped. Like there, it's not. There's no jokes. There's no like, like oh, you know, we're we're fighting with each other, but still, you know, fuck your mom or whatever. Like <laughs> there's, <laughs> <Exactly>. no jokes, <laughs> there's no jokes. There's no punchlines. Like it all just drops. And oh, well, it goes to 180. Yeah, right. And it's gone from the movie after the thing happens and. Yeah. Then it just continues to get worse and worse for, you know, especially the the character that we do follow, which I keep being kind of uh not saying specifically which one it is that you follow and don't follow and Right. Um that's, you know, at least something that we can spare you to find out by watching. <laughs> uh, but this one also is on Netflix too now, so it's it's super accessible. Yep. And uh it's it's not it's not a hard watch because it's not gross it's not overly violent there's you know there's there's not a lot of uh, over the top shit that happens in the movie it's more it's more mental mm-hmm. than anything else and i think it is kind of on that fringe of like sort of a horror not horror i think there's definitely enough horror elements in it and uh, it, it kind of plays that descent aspect pretty well where um, yeah. I keep saying that, but it's, you know, like that downward spiral of someone.
3: No, it is. It it absolutely is. And ends up going mental.
2: No, I I really ended up loving this movie. Um, even I had a slight criticism about the ending, which maybe if it ever comes up again someday. Right. Uh, there's There's something. But I still feel like it was resolved enough that I didn't have to have anything else. I just felt like it was more of a structured thing that could have been structured a little differently to make it feel better, but maybe they wanted it to feel fucking incomplete and kind of fucking oh, sure. too. So, sure. Who the fuck am I to say, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I gave this one a eight and a half out of ten. Actually, I really, really like this. I okay. am eager to kind of rewatch this one and and uh, pick it apart a little bit more for my own enjoyment, regardless of having it on another show or not
3: right yeah exactly um, yeah I, I agree with that and I agree with everything you said um, my I don't have much criticism I have different directional like I said we you and I' have talked about this uh, well I've talked about this movie for you with you and, and uh, mm-hmm. you can t- I, you can go two ways with it and I, um, I read into, I read into this movie a little bit more sure, um, sure where I go, man, I think this is what the director and the writer meant to, to be. And without spoiling anything, it, there's two different directions. So I'm curious to hear other people's reactions to it, or if they've seen it, you know, tell us on on our Facebook and all that stuff of what you know you thought the movie was really delving into. Sure. Because yeah, I want, yeah. I, want to, I want to I want to say it too. But um, I uh I I like these kind of movies. I think a lot of it are all the same though. Sometimes like sometimes it's the exact same theme going forward on these uh you know I guess they're like thriller type movies with you know. Sure. Here am I am putting a label on a movie, but um, I give it a seven. I I enjoyed it though. I really enjoyed it in my yeah, seven yeah. Is, is still good. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And it's only because there's a lot to explain, especially if we're leaving out a specific scene in the beginning of the film on purpose, because that can fuck up a lot of theories and that will make mm-hmm. you want to spoil the film. But anyway, um, no, I agree. Again, it's yeah. And it's one of those things where like, you know, you can go a, you can go left with it, you can go right with it. So, um, uh, it's good. I-, I liked it. Uh, I thought the acting was, was pretty good actually. And I, you're right where I wanted to see more of their lives rather than this tragic event. <laughs> Cause you kind of, you get depressed with them, you know? So, yeah. And I think,
2: <laughs> I think what affected me, um, was that I felt super relatable to the kids too, why it really sort of resonated with me so strong. Like I felt like that was me and my friend Chris or my friend Adam or Mm -hmm. whatever that you know the two of us would be like hey let's you know get on our bikes and I think the setting too like I didn't even really think about that because it just felt like a part of what I grew up with was like that same setting my girlfriend criticized when the kid was like man fucking winter sucks it's a drag to go anywhere and then he goes outside and there's no snow and she's like what the fuck there's no snow or anything what are they talking about (laughs) and I go well it's still cold it's just not snow like they're a little bit south of us here (laughs)
3: it's like me saying winter sucks yeah uh,
2: yeah. but I mean it still gets cold there and they get some snow (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, yeah. no but but (laughs) yeah it was it was really uh, I felt like those kids made it work for me even more and including the setting I think I didn't even really like notice that until you kind of called that out that that was different than what you grew up with and I'm like yeah that's that's totally that was us like going out into the woods or um you know under a fucking bridge or whatever abandoned shit abandoned buildings and stuff and like yeah definitely doing that it, kind of it, stuff Walking yeah it the helps when tracks. it's relatable
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly nobody does that here yeah honestly it's you don't you just don't do that um yeah i so. just had
2: to do a train dodge today when i was out running did you <laughs> i did a, a sick gordy train dodge and i dove into the water no i'm just kidding <laughs> Uh no but there, there was a train there's like train tracks that go right through here where I live. Like super, okay. Very yeah. close to my house. So. Uh cool. That was a lot of fun. I like uh I like this uh short format here where we don't have to think too much.
3: Yeah, exactly. I can didn't more, even, we can get more movies in.
2: Uh, I didn't even take notes for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just paid attention while I was watching.
3: That's what I do. That's that's all I do. Yeah. Yep a lot of it comes up in conversation too you know it's like oh yeah I remember that and I had this question and stuff it's a lot more (laughs) it's a lot more organic that way
2: right right (laughs) alright well why don't we take another break here and we will play the trailer for our next movie along with uh, another song and then we'll have a little talk about the killing of a sacred deer
0: wait
1: we don't have to worry about nothing. Cause we got the fire, and we're burning one hell of a something. They, they're gonna see us from outer space. Yeah,
6: I'm really sorry about bot. It's nothing serious. God. No, it is.
1: Like we're the stars of the human race, human race. Where did you two go? When the How did his father die? A surgeon never kills a patient. An anesthesiologist can kill a patient, but a surgeon never can. Don't be scared, Mom. We'll see. You won't be able to move either. To get used to it. Where is she? What did she do to her? We're <laughs> gonna why I should have to pay the price, why my children should have to
6: pay the price. It's the only thing I can think of as close to justice. We can
1: light it up, 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 so they can put it out, out, out.
2: Okay, we are back and this time we're gonna discuss a 2017 movie the killing of a sacred deer yes uh, this is just released this year I don't think that this one even had uh, a life outside of this it was just made this year actually a lot of these movies you know it's so wishy-washy with what came out in 2016 2017 Right. Um, A lot of stuff gets made in like 2016, then goes to festivals and shit. Not really available to the public. And so we don't really get to see it unless you have a line on this or whatever. But all right. So the plot synopsis is Stephen, a charismatic surgeon, is forced to make an unthinkable sacrifice after his life starts to fall apart. When the behavior of a teenage boy he has taken under his wing turns sinister, I kind of fucked up the inflection on those sentences, but uh, on those sentences, <laughs> but uh, you get the idea. Um, yeah. So Stephen is our uh, character played by Colin Farrell. Yes. And, big stars uh, in this one.
3: Yeah.
2: His uh, his wife is Nicole Kidman, and then there's this uh, this teenage kid named Martin that. Is hanging around, uh, like it says, kind of takes him under his wing. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kind of established that pretty early, where they show that he um, he I don't know takes the kid out to get something to eat and whatever, and just hangs out with him and shit. Um, but then yeah,
3: you kind of figuring out what is this? Is this a is this a kid of his? You know what I mean? Like that to yeah, me, the first yeah. thing in my mind was oh, he had a kid out of wedlock with somebody else.
2: Right. But then like the the kid gets hiding. really kind of weird fast once he yeah. introduces the family and then once he tries to push this kid away, then shit starts going bad for him and his family, and that's where this whole ultimate sacrifice thing comes in.
3: Yeah. Very uh, dark. I mean <laughs>
2: very dark yeah. movie. So I don't know I mean obviously there's something to spoil in every movie. So we definitely mm. won't give away ultimately what happens or whatever, but, uh, um, we
3: won't give away what the dark, um, thing that happened in the movie. Sure. Sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. What did you, what did you think about God. this one?
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, kind of having so, a hard time um, figuring
2: out where to start here. <laughs> you
3: no, know, it, this is a very artsy movie, right? Yeah. Very artsy. Um, and I had mentioned to you that I had a very Stanley Kubrick feel to this movie uh, as far as like one of his, yeah. the, 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 the feel, the look of it, um, the sounds funny. Cause I great. thought
2: that as well, without us agreeing on that ahead of time, we yeah. both had felt that same way.
3: Yeah. And, um, as I'm watching this and you have these very slow camera pans and the music is like, has that real screechy music going on in the background mm. at times. And that, that drum with, when it switches a scene it has that drum fade out i don't know it was very very artsy in that way um what stood out for me when i was watching this movie at first off it was was the how dry every character was or this family colin farrell and uh, his family was (laughs) there there were doctors obviously and um i've always heard of people describing doctors as soulless (laughs) you know i've heard that before and um it just seems like uh like i said you know uh, Steven, right? Steven is Colin Farrell's character, so we'll yeah. refer to him as his character. Uh, Doctor Steven was very dedicated to his work and everything, but you realize he had a certain problem, you know, early on. Yeah, he had a problem with alcohol. Okay, sure. Uh, you, we learned about this early on in the, in the film, anyway, and um, this this contributed to uh, something that happens in the movie uh, with one of its, you know, with. Contributes to a death of one of his patients. Um, that's where this kid comes in. Now, that's all I'll say, and that's all I'll spoil. Sure. And this, that's. But I think it's important to say that because of the connection, why this kid is in his, in his, uh, Doctor Stevens' life and everything. Right. Um, yeah. It just. It just like you're. You're watching this family. You're watching this. What their day to day routine is, and it's very dry. It's very, uh, weird. And this kid comes into the yeah, picture yeah. and just met and just twists everything up but he's also very dry and very um very smart and uh we God, kept saying he weird. seemed
2: like he was like autistic or something yeah like, like his like, mannerisms were so off and and not um kind of on that normal i guess Yeah. It, normal it, it, it just, as as anyone could be i guess uh, of
3: you know and i thought behavior. that was like yeah, and and then um the do, uh Dr. Stevens kids were the same kind of way, very, yeah, Yes. Yes. There were a lot of weird I mean, interactions.
2: <laughs> like the whole thing when he meets them and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, can I can I smoke a cigarette?" and they're like, "No," and they're like, "Sure you can." And then Yeah. And then <laughs> they're it's, like, it's, "Do you it's, have it's, armpit hair?" and he's like talking yeah, about his have... dad's body hair and shit and like
3: <laughs> It was a very weird movie um yeah. to say the least, but but like like we've talked, you know, it's it's almost turn offish, but uh it's done so well that you ju- you're just engaged in it and uh sure sure um <laughs> the one thing i like I said the one thing I take away from this movie is it's uh it's very it's very dark but it yeah. doesn't show it until the until the very end or not the very end, but like the third act of the movie sure it sure. really doesn't show it you're just you're sitting there questioning the mm-hmm. whole time what's going on, you're trying to put pieces together um. I look at it like this: like um, I see, th- I saw the movie, and then I, and then I uh, understood the title of the film, you know, "Killing of a Sacred Deer." Sure. Very, very artsy, yeah. which is not a bad thing, in, yeah. in my opinion. It's not a bad thing.
2: I, I, um, I think you pretty much you hit the nail on the head about what the movie does well. It, it has, mm-hmm. um, it has, you know, amazing aesthetics, amazing camera work. Um, of all of these movies, it's probably. The most beautiful and and well made and and artistic movie, somebody yeah. very clearly has a lot of talent and puts a lot of love into creating this, this yeah. atmosphere of the movie. Uh, the the thing where, it, I guess my criticism of it, if I if you wanna, sure call it that, or I guess if I feel like I have the right to have a criticism, of something <laughs> like this, but um, I just feel like it's so much style for so little substance and I don't want to say style over substance because I think that is kind of limiting because there is substance to this movie as well right? but I feel like the presentation of the substance is very dry I I like the way that you put it Um, so it's it's off-putting it doesn't immerse you into the behavior of these people because who fucking acts like that or who knows anybody (laughs) that's like these people and so there's nothing (laughs) relatable like to me josh and zach running around the woods uh, fucking you know smoking joints made out of fucking bible pages because they're dumb right. kids and didn't know how to get high and shit like that's more relatable to me than these fucking p- weird people that are I, like hey they do you, are do you have more yeah. body ar- uh, hair than my dad does and like <laughs> I'm like what in <laughs> the fuck is going on here that but, was one um,
3: thing that caught me yeah it, uh, it, that's one thing that really stood out for me was right who are these people and where are? i mean i i know that doctors and, and like that lifestyle can be dry like very dry right. very well and i think cut and dry like you know
2: i think this is done intentionally for the style of movie like it's not yeah it's not necessarily a reflection of how these people are i think this is intentionally stilted to try and add more power to the movie because there's like no emotion and then there's like tons of it kind of thing yeah, um, yeah and I think that like I said I don't want to be short-sighted to say it's style over substance because there is story there's a, th- a thing here to tell there's apparently the whole yes, thing is. is based on like a Greek tragedy right um, I think it's there's a lot there but another criticism I guess is that is there enough there to make this movie worth two hours of my time or is it just you know the 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 director wants to kind of throw in more of his you know long tracking dolly shots and mm-hmm. and stuff like that and kind of show off his skill and make this this beautiful thing yeah uh which there's nothing wrong with that i mean uh, uh, an art movie or a beautiful movie is fine like it's it's more of a, a visual thing than anything else but uh, to me i was having a really hard time getting involved in the movie and like the, the story that was there i could kind of see it coming and little yeah. bits and pieces, and they do a weird way of telling it, like, so that, the, the, you know, you had said that the the kid is connected to this guy through the, the father or, of uh, Stephen, yeah. Colin Farrell's character, the doctor, and something happened to where one of his patients died, and that's how this kid is connected to him. Well, right. then, when he pushes the kid away and the kid gets weird, then bad shit starts to happen, and they they make you think that it's because of this kid but then they never really give you anything and it's it's so like off-putting about the way that everything is handled and i don't know i just was at, at times getting very frustrated with the hmm. um, the structure of the movie and the and the story the way it was being told but at the same time then i kept getting drawn back in and i'm like yeah oh but oh my god it's so beautiful and so yeah it's uh, just it, it great it, like yeah. scenery and great set design and great acting even the fact that they have to act in that weird dry off-putting way and have these weird conversations and interactions with each other and I assume that these people like um like the kid that is being pushed away by the family Mm -hmm. I assume that he doesn't normally act like that in real life and that that was like a thing that he was doing for the movie
3: I I I've seen some interviews, um, and and he yeah, obviously he's he's a great actor. I've seen it. Um, he was sure. in Dunkirk, which he didn't sure, really sure, talk sure. in Dunkirk either. So, <laughs> um, he act, he act a little weird too. But, um, did, okay, so what what um, I agree with you on the the notion of like when you're watching it, you're almost off put it. You're almost like you take a step back, but then the movie just kicks you right back in. Sure. Because it's very slow. It's a very slow, slow paced movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even, even to the very end, it's, it's pretty slow and you get these real yeah, drawn out yeah. scenes and stuff like that. Um, it, I will say one thing though, it worked. I think it worked for me because of the emotional tie that I had, not necessarily the characters had. Yeah. If that's, if that's a weird way to put it, like the characters weren't invested in each other as I was invested into the characters as yeah. a viewer. Yeah. Um, I liked
2: the kids better <laughs> than the adults for sure. And in, Oh, in this one.
3: absolutely. And, and there's something to be said in um, this movie where people's sex lives come into play. And even when the movie Gerald's game, okay, there's, there's like certain things that they show in movies, which in this movie they did too that certain uh, what they do in the bedroom comes to play as their personality right, um, right I've always I've always found that kind of weird how a writer would put in you know this doctor like you know this and the wife had that what they what they did in bed um, was very weird but contributed to like how can they're so eccentric in bed but so dry on the outside sure sure um you know what I mean yeah it it was weird it was weird to even have that it like i said i was was watching this i was like why are you why am i seeing this side of the doctor when it doesn't really come into play any other time as far as like his personality Mm -hmm. or anything else because because what happens to the doctor he goes from like zero to 60 in two hours Mm -hmm. that's what happens sure sure um you know what i mean so i'm always wondering like yeah you're right is it the, the art for the sake of art um as it's to, to uh you know you're of course you're you're trying to paint a picture of certain characters and and how they are and why they are so on the outside world have to be shut off from because he's a doctor and he he yeah, does lose yeah. people and he says lies but he's he lives this very 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 weird life on the outside too mm-hmm. uh, but at times it doesn't come into play all the time you know it's just I don't know. and and um Every character in the movie is weird. They're just weird. Yeah. Even his assistant doctor or the anesthesiologist doctor, he's a weirdo too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not a um, it's not a hard watch. It's very interesting, but it's very uh, very slow and um, and sometimes the art can take away from the you know punch you in the face movie like raw raw is a very art movie, but it punches you in the face and it keeps you that way. Where this movie is yeah, very artsy. Yeah. Well, and but the, the right, people like, in
2: Raw felt like real people. Where yeah, these don't uh, uh, feel like real people. Yes.
3: No, not anybody that I w- could relate to or even right, buy right. into. Because well, I, one person, yes, but not a whole society of, well, of this e- kind of. And
2: even uh, again, with like just weird stuff happening because weird stuff has to happen and it's unexplained. Right. Like there's there's some kind of a weird connection between. The older daughter and this teenage boy are basically the same age. And right. There's some kind of a weird connection, but it's really never explored or discover anything about it. It's never talked about, but they keep going right. back to it. And I'm like, well, why? It doesn't make any sense to me why this is happening. And yeah, again, not that this, I have to be spoon fed yeah. everything like I'm watching a Saw movie, <laughs> but right. at some point, i have to get something to to bring me back in like i'm you know i'm having a hard time getting involved in these characters and they're acting is so stilted to this intentionally dry thing and then all of a sudden you throw in like weird mental connections that there's no reason for these Mm -hmm. pathways to have been created and i'm like yeah just what the fuck is going on here like is this kid a psychic is he mind fucking people why are they not talking about that like
3: it 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 never address it. Yeah, and that's what bugs me. Yeah, so um, it's,
2: it's very strange that way for sure.
3: No, it it is very. It's a very strange movie. Yes, and the, yeah. Again, without without going into like spoilers. Again, maybe we can revisit this at another time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just some conversation or whatever. But uh, yeah. There's um there's a lot thrown into the movie. Let's. Oh, okay. So I always relate it back to like a Stephen King novel and how Stephen King does it. But he, Stephen King does really describe and um every, th- if, if it was like, say, for example, like, you know, a psychic power, right. That's uh-huh. kind of hinted in this movie. It's hinted, but it's never fully fleshed out. It's just kind of left it up to your viewer. Um What Stephen King does, he fleshes it out and also brings yeah. it back full circle. And it does a very good job at that. So maybe the writer in this one was trying to do something that creative, but it just, maybe he, in his mind it, it worked and we're just not getting it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't get it. Yeah, well, I on know, that aspect,
2: I know this worked for a lot of people, and obviously, it was on a lot of people's top ten list. So there was a it lot was of a people that got it. It's also of all four of these movies that we watched, this is the highest rated on IMDb of all four yes. of them.
3: I will say this. I, I will say this though. Um, the the problems that I have in a movie is not enough. It, it's a great. It's a great film, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love the story in this and and how why the kid was there. I I love the fact what he was doing, you know, what it came to be, what he was doing to the family and whatnot. Sure. Um, Even to the end, it was very, like I said, it's very dark and very uh, emotional, impactful. Like it, it does, it does punch you in the face after you walk away from the movie and then you read and then you really examine the title of the movie and you go, man, that was harsh. That was fucked up. Right. Um, right. You know what I mean? It's a different, yeah, it's an absolutely different kind of movie. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you really had to, you really had to be in the mood, I guess. You really do have to be in the mood to watch this movie. And I know a lot, I've heard of, like you said, I've heard a lot of praise also. Sure, and sure. And I, I, I do, I rate this movie actually pretty high. Right. Um, but for other, for, for a lot, you know, of, of reasons that I like these, I like dark films and I like that emotional, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, drawn in, you know, drawn out films, like, like the mist, like the end of the mist, like you, you know, I, I know it's dark and I know it's fucked up, but I still love it. You know, right. right. This movie has a similar effect to me on it too.
2: Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think, you know, my final thoughts, I pretty much covered most of what my criticism mm-hmm. w- was of it. Uh, again, I, I'm not, I, I always feel bad being critical of stuff because, I can see the good in this, and obviously a lot of fucking people see the good in this because it's so highly oh, yeah. rated. Um, I just feel this is another one where the movie wasn't necessarily made for my taste overall. Oh, sure. Um, I, I, I absolutely love the aesthetics, the set pieces, the cinematography. I love the the direction work of it, all the physical and technical stuff. I think is outstanding and there's there's good music you know everything is good in the movie right um i struggle with the story but the 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 technical stuff is so good that it keeps bringing you back into it and (laughs) and makes it that even though you know i could be to the point of and i wasn't necessarily but i could be to the point of like i don't give a fuck about these people at all anymore like they could all (laughs) live or die doesn't doesn't mean shit to me at this point but I still would be able to keep watching it because I'm enjoying what I'm seeing and yeah. like the, the presentation that's being offered to me is is fucking fantastic. So I think that's it, yeah. I have kind of this sorted review here of it, but um, I still ended up giving it a six and a half despite the fact that I didn't really love the movie. So hmm. and okay. I, I, I probably would say unless it was for like a deeper analysis for a podcast or something, I'm probably not going to rewatch this one. Right. and try and pick it apart any further. But if it comes up for a show or, I don't know, whatever, a guest spot or something, then I wouldn't be opposed to re-watching it and trying to dig deeper onto it. But I'll probably just end sure. up getting more pissed off and fucking <laughs> shitting on it harder.
3: I, I, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that this movie deserves uh, a conversation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. um, if, if you, you know, say you... If, if you and I talk about it off air or even on a podcast or um, just with your, you know, somebody else has watched it. Like I've recommended this movie after I've watched it to people and say, like, man, this is kind of cool, but I don't really understand why it's cool at the same time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. then I do. But then I don't. It's like it's like a real weird pool for um, sure, me. Sure. Um, I, I had at first at very first, I had this at a nine when okay. I first watched it. Um, but then I, I was thinking about a lot of things where, again, there's some elements there that, yeah, you're right. I don't have to be spoon-fed every information, but I think it, there's certain aspects of this movie that needs to come full circle and, and that'll make the movie better. Yeah. Um, I dropped, I did drop my rating down to an 8 um, the other day after uh, kind of using you – know, watching other interviews and, and reviews and stuff. It's not because they, they made me um, – drop my score it was that I put it in perspective yeah it just made you think about
2: things differently
3: correct yeah and and one of those things though I really do miss Stanley Kubrick (laughs) that really made me miss uh, a Stanley Kubrick film because of the of how it shot and the guy obviously was very influenced in that in that kind of artistic style and cinematography yeah um and and yeah it be in the acting was phenomenal though I
2: think the the it was really good the thing for a, a movie like this uh, for the people that love these uh, these slow burn movies or these off putting, yeah, um, kind of art house movies, um, I think this is what it needs to be. So, um, just as as kind of a frame of reference on the rating scale, I, I don't remember because I closed it now. But on IMDb, it was sure. rated something in the sevens. So yeah. I was like, wow, this is it seems like a very high rating. Let me go and like read some of the reviews, mm-hmm. and everything was either like a ten or a two so everyone was oh i love a like, hate thing yeah yeah so it's funny because there were so many tens and then so many twos that it kind of fell in the middle not really in the middle of the two of those but um but you know what i mean like there were yeah. so many people loving this movie but then there were so many people that were like this is fucking stupid or shit doesn't make sense <laughs> or and of course there's a lot of meatheads that are just like yo this movie's dumb there's not enough tits in it or whatever you know but
3: (laughs) yeah no exactly but there's Um, actually people that
2: have honest criticism like me or whatever that just think that there's there's definitely plot holes that i I don't know maybe i don't know enough about the style of movie or something but to me i felt like there was just kind of some holes that could have been covered up a little bit better
3: Sure, and like I said, I think it, it deserves a second watch. Um, yeah. Or you know, like I said, a, a more of a discussion when, it, when you could you know discuss the movie as the entire whole yeah, and, yeah. and kind of go in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's like it, whenever you can walk away from a movie and think about it, right? Um, and not just like oh yeah that was cool, or and that was cool, and yeah it was it was a fun ride. Sure, sure. Um, this is. This movie wasn't fun. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't a fun ride. It really um nope. it messes with you. It really does. But the kid that played the Martin uh in the movie, I think it was Martin.
2: Yeah, so um,
3: I I I was just like captivated with his performance. Oh yeah. I really yeah. was. I I and, and I think that's what did it for me and I was just blown away by like this right. character and this and the actor of course and his reasonings and his um you know, it is kind of a revenge plot story. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it, it it I bought into it. And I was like, man, this this is kind of a cool little plot. But yeah, there is other undertoning themes going on too that they never they never addressed. Sure. And that and that's what kind of made me kind of take a step back and go, okay, really think about it as right. far as a rating wise. Yeah, you're right. Like you know, who are we to really you know criticize? But I don't think we're being, I don't think we're criticizing. I think we're being no, constructive no. in what how we saw it. So
2: yeah, yeah. I um, if I do have to rewatch it, I would probably try to find one of those uh, one of those illegal stream ones where you can play it at <laughs> one and a half speed. <laughs> right. Oh, I'll be like, this movie yeah. isn't that slow at all. It's <laughs> this not, is it's great. Fine, it yeah. clips right along. <laughs> right, exactly.
3: But it uh, it was fun. I mean, not fun, but it was a very interesting film.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was kind of fun. There was, yeah, <laughs> there was things that I would consider fun about it that we won't say because we'd sure. spoil it.
3: <laughs> Remember, if you know Paul, read in between those lines. All
2: yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so I think we uh, did a good, uh, a good bit here with this. So what we're gonna do is uh, take one more break here. Uh, We're going to play the trailer for our last movie along with um, a song that I actually picked out that is in the movie for this one. Cool. And then when we come back, we'll talk about our last movie. And then we'll wrap up with our possibly revised top five of the year. Sometimes I just feel
0: like nothing I do matters. Like I'm not special. We only got one retweet today from your
1: mom. Sad.
0: Well, we were just wondering if maybe you could give
1: our blog a shout-out?
6: A shout-out from me would be a little off-brand. I have 15,000 followers. You know what that means? A community like this?
1: More to the left. His heart's more to the left. You're just hitting the phone, dude. I'm trying. Go! Close is trending. I really hope nothing bad happened to him. It's like poof. He vanished, right? Anybody could be next. Even you. You can find more information on our Tragedy Girls Twitter page.
6: Your brains, my charisma. You can do anything.
1: Quick soundbite from the Tragedy Morals. Oh, well, Are you afraid that the killer will target you because of your infamous blog? We will not take any more shit from this serial killer. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. Look. Michaela? Shit, <laughs> damn it, okay. I'm sorry. Stay in character. Phone's off, but it's a matter of life and death. You bitches are
0: crazy!
1: We <laughs> 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 used to be the same you and me. Do you remember our first time? I just wanna know what's next for the tragedy girls. Heavy flow day. I don't know if that's not how that works, right?
0: Ooh.
6: chance.
2: back and we're going to talk about our last movie of the night which is from 2017 of course i don't know why i keep saying this from 2017 <laughs> it's like the fucking whole theme of the show you idiot
3: just in just in case they skipped all of the show up to this point i know i feel like I then have you'll to. know what we're talking about
2: <laughs> it's like this habit where you i always feel like i have to say what year the fucking movie is before i talk about it <laughs> it's for all right some reason uh it is uh, tragedy girls Starring Negasonic Teenage Warhead from... That's right. (laughs) From Deadpool.
3: Deadpool, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: That was the first thing when I saw that she was in it. I was like, nice. This is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. All right, so our uh, quick plot summary here. A twist on the slasher genre following two death-obsessed teenage girls who use their online show about real-life tragedies To send a small midwestern town into a frenzy and cement their legacy as modern horror legends. All right, so uh, we we follow around these uh, two girls, uh, Sadie and Michaela, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and uh, it's more like they're they're more like murderer obsessed than horror obsessed. This is like like they want to. Clueless meets Scream. Yeah, well, like they. So basically, these these girls are like aspiring serial killers. We find out like right away yeah, that yeah. Um, they they kidnap the local serial killer and want to force for a mentor force yeah. him to train them how to be better serial killers. Which then they realize that he's just a dummy, and they have better ideas than him. So they go off on a killing spree, but everything is very well planned out and methodical. To the point of where they run this blog that reports on tragedies, trying to say that these tragedies are actual murders, and the police are like, no, 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 it was an accident, and then it gets found <laughs> out that they are murders. So then these girls become super famous because they were like the girls that figured out that it was a murder before the cops did. Yes. But all the while they're committing the murders. So I, um, I kind of likened it when I was describing it to my girlfriend to like. You know how Peter Parker always gets the best pictures of Spider Man because he is Spider Man, <laughs> right? No, that's perfect. And it's like, well, these perfect, girls yeah. are actually the ones killing people, so they're getting the best footage, the best information, the whereabouts, and the you know, yeah. they're figuring it all out all for, ahead of yeah, time all for the sake know. of their blog, right. yeah,
3: all for the sake of their blog. But they're actually like psychopathic murderers at the right, same right. time.
2: Is <laughs> uh, good. Um, so this this movie is. Um, I think when you when you called out about Scream, it's super self-aware. It's super meta. Like it, no, it's one of those like we know it's a horror movie, and horror movies exist right. in this universe. They reference like several horror movies in it, and and horror directors and stuff. Um, I know, I or, hate which, that, but yeah, it's <laughs> I, it's like I do and I don't. I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like it's too much, but I I don't think it was yeah. too much in this one. No, it was, it was kind very of a subtle, couple of, like, throwaway lines. Would you, um, the, it, the whole, like, yeah. it was more about the self-awareness of it being a horror movie than, you know, referencing. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. Like, part of it takes you out of it when they're like, you know, hi, I'm Deputy Voorhees, and this is yeah. Officer <laughs> Michael Myers. Like.
0: Yeah,
3: that and what guy goes to a girl and go, you want to come over and watch Dario Argento movies with me? Right. It's like, who... Like
2: and they play well, I on guess, that a little bit. I guess if they know that she's a horror fan or whatever. So. Well, the,
3: but it's like it's like you're you're trying too hard to be the outsider. You sure, know I mean? sure. And uh, I like horror movies. I get it, but uh, yeah, you know, I get it. You do, and um, and then she, you know, of course, the girl made fun of it, but it was that kind of stuff where the kid was serious. You know, you want right. to come over and and watch these obscure movies that nobody knows because I'm cool. Right, and, right. <laughs> but that's the goofiness of the of that that like I said, the classic horror movie, right? The, this right. The Slasher with the cliches added. Mm-hmm. You know, the, of course, there's one part where Night of the Living Dead was playing in the background to the mm-hmm. almost perfect what the guy was saying to what was happening, and that's in like the whole. You know, it's not just like you know I me being a horror fan. Yes, I love everything, but it's not always just playing in the, on in the background just because. Right. You know, it's not even Halloween.
2: Have you... um, (laughs) That movie's on. (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie Behind the Mask? Um, It's it's like from 2006, I think. It's another like super self-aware slasher movie.
3: Oh, oh, no, no. Uh,
2: This reminded me a lot of that because Behind the Mask is... It's a story. It's like a documentary film crew is following around a guy who's a professional serial killer or, or slasher mm-hmm. and he's in a universe where like F- freddy krueger is a real person jason Voorhees is a real person and he's okay. like a part of this group of slashers and he's being followed around by this thing to like give a documentary about how to be a slasher it's like okay super, super <laughs> meta and self-aware right right um actually yeah. a really kind of a brilliantly made fucking movie that we should definitely watch sometime since you've I'm, never seen I it. I just wrote it down. Yeah, I just wrote it down. Uh, it kind of reminds me of that because this this contains that like, here's the blueprint about how to be a slasher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's but, like,
3: Scre- like like Scream. Right, Scream right. does the whole thing to have the yeah very self aware
2: yeah, and yeah. to to a degree I love that stuff if it's done well and I think that this sure. movie does do it well. Yeah, and I think that it also does a good job of escalating. The movie to being a hard R rated movie. Like, it's, you know, there's a lot of profanity, there's a lot of gore, mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool kills in it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, it has these, like, these great funny moments where some of it's situational, some of it's one liners, some of it's jokes. And yeah. Stuff, but um, I think it, it it does well of balancing the comedy with the kills. And it's definitely You're right. not scary or anything. There's not, like, oh my no, God. No, you
3: hit it right. No, exactly. And you hit it right on the head. Um, the comedy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't so over the top where this is just a stupid horror movie. No, the comedy was right there to, you, like I said when I when I it's like when I said it's Clueless meets Scream it's because yeah. in Clueless you know they're kind of ditzy and kind of self absorbed sure. and these two girls are all about their blog and about looking good and cute and they do the you know they do the duck pose kissy yeah, yeah, yeah. selfies all the time and that's the part of it where you're putting today's society into this movie but there's very serious. Um, undertones like when they're killing people and it they're they're doing it for a reason but they're serious about it too and it's um they're like they're setting up the kills and it's not over the top you know what i mean like um
2: right well then uh, i guess in a couple situations where they have to go over the top because um a big part of like what keeps thrusting the story along too is that their kills end up looking like accidents so that right. they have to go above and beyond to show that it wasn't an accident at one <laughs> that's point that's true yeah which, exactly um, exactly <laughs> it leads to like a very sort of disturbing and then also funny scene at the same time yeah uh but it's it's very interesting to me that like i feel like these two girls did a great job of being very cold about everything too like they were completely you know narcissistic and and sociopathic about everything like they could right. completely switch off the fact that they had murdered people and whatever and i get that it's a comedy so they have to do that to make it work right but i don't know like i felt it like worked they, were, for the movie. they were pretty believable
3: yeah. no it absolutely worked for this type of movie it did because again it's um it's a roller coaster of a movie it's a fast pace yeah. um you know a uh, loud you know like i said it's it's um like I don't know. It's a fun. It's a fun ride. It's a fun movie. You don't, as a viewer, you don't take it serious. You right. kind of get what's going on. It's not. It's very. I like, it's very predictable. There's no really no twists. Right. Right. At all in the movie. Um, sure. Sure. Other than you find out, you know, like I said, uh, without going majorly into it and stuff, but you know, you find out they've been doing this their whole lives and we're just up to their high school years. And they, again, it's all for the blog, the popularity contest. Sure. But This popularity contest is all about, you know. Or catching uh, or um, terrorizing a city sure and to having them the heroes but they're the ones doing the, the, the killing which is very cool um and i especially love the fact that uh when i watched the trailer to this movie they always they came out in these uh that that those masks that they made yes to hide their their faces i was waiting for that the whole time i was i was i love that look i don't know why i just love that look yeah me too <laughs> it was kind of it was kind of like glow in a dark mask that they wear, uh-huh. and um you know, and it and did their best. Like I said, they did their best to fit in. They were in the prom committee, In a prom committee. They were mm-hmm. cheerleaders, you know, and but they let like they led this popularity life, but also serial killer life at, mm-hmm. the, at the same time. Again, like kidnapping their local, their local serial killer and framing him. Sure. To be like, sure. he's on the loose. He's on the loose. And yeah, it now it was it's absolutely fun. You right, know, so right. don't take the movie serious. Just watch it and have no. fun with it. You know, it's a it's a party movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, even, I guess, anything critical that you could have about it, I mean, you could you could call out, like you did, about it being predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really... I guess it, it does something new that it's taking this spin on modern technology, which you see kind of coming up over and over again, this technology-based horror, internet-based horror yeah, uh, well, this isn't fully internet-based horror like um, Unfriended or something like that, where it's like a no. haunted Skype account or whatever the fuck. No, this but, they um,
3: poke fun out of it in a way that it brings it to reality. Right,
2: so, but yeah, the, the
3: yeah.
0: So
2: watching, uh, the yeah watching, the internet is kind of the motivation yeah. for everything. Deep exactly. down, exactly, they want to kill, but that's like an added bonus.
3: Yeah, and they do it very poppy. You know, they mm-hmm. they put the text on the screen so you're reading the text messages and the thumbs up goes across the screen. I, I that was kind of cool because a, a movie like um friend request.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: And so they do it in like, you know, this is yeah, you have the haunted Skype account or whatever, but this is very tongue in cheek poke fun, very poppy uh sure. bubblegumish. I'm throwing about all these these words, but <laughs> you kind of get the idea of what I'm trying to paint a picture for you, you know. Sure. So- so again you know it's not like a serious role like these aren't the murders are being committed Uh it's funny because like (laughs) there's a lot of tragic events going on but the kids go about their lives and they're still doing the prom and they're still dancing and they're still doing things it's funny
2: yeah even when they think it's accidents it's not very uh not very serious toned right like oh the you know the motorcycle kid they fucking made him wreck his bike or whatever and then yeah, they're like, oh, this kid died, but it was a motorcycle accident, and they're like, oh, that's that's too bad. So let's <laughs> go back to, <laughs> ex- ex- and then eventually they were going to cancel the problem, but then they like wanted them to, they kind of forced them to right. keep it going or whatever.
3: They're like, remember, he was my ex-boyfriend, so I'm I'm in uh, I'm yeah. in mourning too. But, but yeah, you know, follow me. I mean, this, so.
2: it's like any of these comedy movies. There's a lot of plot conveniences yeah. and stuff, and the, any of the usual things you can be critical of. I feel like where this yeah, one it, succeeds a little bit more than some of the. Other horror comedies. It does. Is that um, like everything? Everyone seems like a pretty good actor. I will say the the guy that was helping them like edit their videos and stuff <laughs> was way fucking too old to be a high school kid.
3: <laughs> well, they they kind of prefaced that a little bit in saying that uh, he was held back. So yeah, maybe like he, seven he's, he's years actually maybe. nineteen. <laughs> I know. You know, you're right. He actually had wrinkles on his face. You know. Yeah. Was, I was
2: like, what? <laughs> they couldn't find any fucking kid that was like twenty one even like right. I, I was like 38 <laughs>
3: yeah everybody else was believable high school you know but yeah he was he was held back a lot but um, yeah the, no you're right <laughs> you're right
2: i, I don't know, that, you know I, I have um was yeah. uh, was pretty every, every other role was, i mean even he acted fine but he just didn't fit it you know looks wise
3: yeah yeah no you're right like i said if uh if i didn't read that this was a comedy i would have been very pissed off but i read that it was a horror comedy and i'm like that yeah, this it, it is I'll, I'll accept it for what it is and i actually had a very good time watching it like like you know it's it's a fun movie sure sure um a lot of movies like um like i've said this in the past too where it was supposed to be this teenager movie where it's serious but yet funny uh-huh. in a way, like there's funny elements to it i those movies bug me but this movie does a good job of telling you It's like you said it's very self-aware it's telling you look this is a comedy first and then it's got a horror background yeah yeah and, and i think and i appreciated that i was like when you go into it like oh okay all right cool I- i'm in i'm in let's do this
2: yeah yeah there's not a lot of uh of deep thinking i mean it's something where i guess if, if you were going to do a full uh, look at it. It would be something more where you would just kind of walk through the plot and talk about all the fucking cool kill scenes and stuff and Sure, sure There's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of awesome kills in this movie and I think you know I can kind of spin this into sort of my final thoughts and uh, ratings about sure. this one uh, There's a lot of cool kill scenes uh, it, it does I think pretty much all practical gore and practical effects and everything I don't mm-hmm. remember seeing too many like CGI blood splatters or anything like that.
3: I don't think there was any, yeah. honestly.
2: Uh, so, I mean, it's, it's top-notch on that. Um, the, the actors are great. Uh, I, lo- I love the two girls. I I yeah. almost hope that they would do some kind of a, a sequel or something I think would be fun because I think that it, yeah. it works well enough for me that I would definitely want to see what they continue to do or how they progress this. Uh, right. and, and I think, you know, it was just, it was a well-made movie. Everything was great. It had a cool kind of varied soundtrack where there was different types of music and stuff in it. Yeah. Uh, they were respect for respectful of a lot of horror stuff while still kind of referencing it. Right. Um, and I mean, there was some dumb shit and some things that you could have taken out here and there, but I think the, the practical gore with the way that the comedy sort of resonated with me, um, it kind of bumped it up a little higher on the horror comedy scale for me sure and I actually ended up rating this one an 8 out of 10 okay uh, yeah I like this one quite a bit
3: nice yeah um the I have an appreciation for practical effects especially in horror movies um when they don't rely on CG and stuff and and showing and they they showed kills I mean they showed everything yeah it wasn't uh, it wasn't an implied kill the bench press scene yeah big big owl yeah. <laughs> the bench press scene where he cuts off half his head or yeah. you know like his forehead and his brains fall out that and they showed the whole thing so yeah you know you have a appreciation because you're right it's like a respect for the the genre right like let's 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 take our time let's make this let's make this look right um absolutely that was cool that was very cool i like that like i said those are those are horror movies to me when it when it goes over the top like that um the only the only thing i it's the um like i'm i i can nitpick it as far as like the cliche stuff you know like again having you know night living dead in the background because it's free domain they don't have to pay for it and that's why they use it sure and the whole reference let's go watch these movies and i don't know um sometimes it's a little bit forced as like okay i get it you like horror movies sure sure and maybe and maybe because we're too close in that kind of like that's me i'm that same guy because <laughs> i i probably did that in high school too <laughs> you know so i'm mad at myself for doing that but uh beyond that stuff again very very fun ride like i said if i if i say hey watch tragedy girls dude, it's it's fun you'll have fun it's like you know you don't take it serious i don't think we're going to be talking about this you know five months down the line about the deep meaning behind this movie there is no deep meaning it's just no,
2: no. it was it was
3: yeah it was kind of cool it's
2: and something i could see re-watching though because of the fact that it's fun and entertaining if though.
3: it if exact, I could see this movie kind of being on like Halloween time on TV, or yeah. you know, highly edited, but on TV. Um, but it was yeah, one yeah. of those where it's on as a fun movie. Like, hey, you know, we're gonna up. watch this. But uh, and my Halloween
2: <laughs> rotation for this year.
3: Yes. Um. Yeah. Exactly. So I had this at a seven and a half. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it was it was fun. You know, I, there's a lot other fun horror movies. Sure, in this sure. type of genre, and um, putting in the modern times to it, like in with the blogs and the in tw- the you know the Instagrams and the Snapchats that they put in through this whole thing, yeah. was very creative, and I and I appreciated it more than other movies do because mm-hmm. I hate movies or I hate the the movies when they place it in a specific now time, like everybody has their cell phones out recording things. I just wanted to uh, just tell a story sometimes, but it was needed in this movie, so
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think overall, I think the uh, the only reason I came in just a little bit higher was because, um, like, I think it has that sort of uh, that that fist-pumping rewatchability. Like I said, like uh, <laughs> yeah, something where you're like, okay, God, I just watched, uh, you know, whatever, some heavy, the killing of the sacred deer or whatever, <laughs> and you're like, I just need something <laughs> yeah. to like fucking get amped up about and watch. No, I absolutely watch some fun shit that's still horror. That's, like, that yeah. yeah, kind of a movie for me. Like, I like to kind of go up and yeah. down with them. Like, you watch the... Yeah. Like, like last episode, we had, like, the fun movie, and then we had the rapey, <laughs> depressing
3: movie. <laughs> we so. had the, oh, shit movie. <laughs> 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 you know? So,
2: <laughs> I like yeah. to mix it up a little bit.
3: No, absolutely. Like, yeah, that's a perfect analogy on that. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm glad this was in the mix, because, uh, uh, you know, from Killing a Sacred Deer to Super Dark Times, there were some real there were some real elements there that were too real. Sure. And then, sure. and then you have this one where it's like, so over the top, I was just like, yeah, this is why I like horror movies. I, I remember now, you know, mm-hmm. which I do love, um, subject matters as like raw and killing of sacred deer. I like those subject matters anyway. Cause again, those are, those punch you in the face. Um, you know, but the, but it's good to kind of mix it in. It's almost like a chaser. Yeah. Like this movie was a chaser to those, <laughs>
2: yeah Yeah. all right good well Uh, good uh, stuff I think um, we'll take a break here we'll come back Uh, we'll kind of just quickly cover our possibly revised uh, favorite movies of the year
0: yeah okay
2: and just plug all of our stuff and whatever and get out of here Hello, we are back to wrap this show up and hopefully we have uh, sold these movies to you or if you have seen these movies, we haven't pissed you off and <laughs> too much. said things that you don't agree with and if we did, well, I don't know, too bad, I guess. <laughs> so uh, I, I thought it would be fun to kind of uh, revisit the top five and see if anything had changed about that. Mm-hmm. uh which obviously we had already talked about our top 3 and then we talked about all three of or all four of these movies so we don't really have to talk about them so uh why don't you give me your list first
3: Sure Well out of the four that we reviewed and then um the list for like to- 2017 Raw sure. made my number 1 movie of last year um besides Star Wars it was probably my next favorite movie of all last year you know so sure, sure. it even to me better than it so it, it went to number one, it whacked to number two. Um, okay. And then, of course, Gerald's game creeped to and split. So, no, I did put Killing a Sacred Deer in again in those. And I think if I rewatch it and talk about it some more, I think it, it might creep up there.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I had kind of a similar situation where I also put uh, Raw moved up to the number one spot. Nice. And that moved... Uh, The girl with all the gifts down to number two. Cult of Chucky down to number three. And then because I had it at three and it didn't move up at all, I left Jigsaw at number four. (laughs) And yes. (laughs) Hopefully someone will get pissed off about that. (laughs) Tell me I'm an asshole. Uh, And then my number five, I put Creep Two because I really did love that one a lot. Yeah. I just. I really had a hard time not like like super dark times was right there neck and neck with creep 2 for me uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like kind of the same thing like creep 2 it was much more easily it was all like right there like you just got it right yeah. away but I feel like there's a little bit more to absorb with the super dark times so who knows maybe it will be better to me but for now cool. I'm going with creep 2 because that movie was fucking sweet too yeah it was great cool cool uh well that was fun so hopefully next year. Uh I feel like if I can get to 50 then I feel I can uh do a top 10 but to Oh do definitely a, a, I, I, do a top 10 out of 27 yeah. seemed like kind of cheesy. So <laughs> <laughs> Right. No,
3: this is we're playing catch up like again, never late than never. Sure, sure. Better late than never, sorry Better late no, sorry. than
2: never. Cool. Uh right, why don't we uh wrap this up here and uh we'll start by having you tell us where else people could find you besides here.
3: Sure. Along uh, along with here, I am also run a Star Wars podcast uh, called Sarlacc Digest. That's Sarlacc, S-A-R-L-A-C-C. And you can find us on our SoundCloud. You can find us on rawlivepod.com. Also, our Instagram page. We're very highly active and we love talking Star Wars, especially with the new Han Solo movie coming out. And all the announcements of the future movie projects where our list is just expanding, expanding. So we will drop our right. 23rd episode next week. Um, so we're constantly on that. So yeah, Star Wars and horror. That's all I'm all, all about. So
2: Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a good show. I, I know we've talked about it Thank you before, but, uh, I always, um, I enjoy listening because I'm, I'm a, a fan of Star Wars, but, not enough to do all of the work that you guys have done to know everything that, you know, so it's kind it's of a like, lifestyle. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like, I'm getting the audio book version of the cliff notes of star. Wars. Oh, sure. Uh, so. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, we, it's a lot of second guessing. It's a lot of, you know, theory crafting on our own. You know what I mean? We don't always right, right. have the right answers, but I think we do a pretty good job of, of steering the ship sure. when it comes to knowledge of star Wars. Um, we we're all in the same age group and we all live it too. So it's like it's like again, it's not just a movie; it's a lifestyle, and we live it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think uh,
2: there's there's so much to that universe. It's like any universe, whether it's yeah. horror, Star Wars, superhero, you know, whatever your your passion is, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, cool. martial arts, sports, whatever. But right. Um, you know, you can you can get super invested and learn everything about any of that stuff. So. Yeah. Uh no that's cool i uh i always look forward to listening to those thank you we have to um like maybe get someone from that show get them to like watch some really like horrific movie and then come (laughs) on and review it for us
3: yeah definitely um i'll talk to them about it and say like they like movies but they're not as avid horror fans but i would love to give them a movie (laughs) like um i don't know like one of our top 10 you know like dead alive or something sure and sure. then have come on just how sickening they they become of
2: <laughs> and they're like, what the how fuck? turned off of
3: it. <laughs> yeah what the why are you my friend you know so i would love to have that kind of reaction that would uh, be fun shit.
2: yeah that's great um <laughs> there's other people that do kind of a similar thing so we don't want to steal anyone's ideas but oh okay we can maybe we can come up with our own version of it yeah yeah uh, anyways uh what uh what the hell do i have going on I have my <laughs> my other show, sort of, the Friends to the End series.
3: Yes, yeah, um, very fun, too. Uh,
2: thank you. Uh, I have a lot of fun making those because it's really just, like, I don't have to, I don't take notes. I don't really yeah, do any research so it's a nice change so of pace, you know? It's just kind of like, uh, we just sit down and talk about stuff, so. Yeah. I like to think that I can keep it focused enough for an hour or so to have something interesting to say yeah uh, but yeah I have a couple of those coming up uh i'm I'm still holding what the bi-weekly schedule with this show and then we are already uh have some hopefully special plans in the works for next episode uh, Yes. which we'll we'll see when that gets a little bit closer to this one which uh, we will see what uh, what that looks like but until then, uh, we are now on iTunes and on Stitcher under Who Will Survive. You can just subscribe to that if you want to leave us a review or a rating or whatever is fine. Or yes. if you want to just download the show but then not actually listen to it. And just give us download numbers. (laughs) That's also cool, too. We appreciate that.
3: Numbers, exactly.
2: (laughs) Just take, like, all of your kids' devices and stuff and then download our podcast, but then delete it before your kids listen to it. Because they (laughs) shouldn't listen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. uh, And
3: remember, kids, you don't need your parents' permission to listen to us.
2: Right. And, of course, we... (laughs) We are uh, proud members of both the Legion Podcast Network and the Raw, Live, and Unedited Podcast Network. Uh, Two uh, great podcast families that have a lot of good shows that are always coming out every week. And we recommend subscribing to both of those feeds and you can get our shows and a bunch of other cool shit that's different than ours but that we fully support. And I think that's it. Anything else? uh, I mean... If you want to check in on Facebook, if you're not already following us there, uh, go to the Facebook groups and search for Will Survive Horror Podcast. That's really the best way to get a hold of us for now. Yes. And I think that's it. Uh, So, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again in uh, two weeks.